0: That's how we act. <laughs> now that we're living large in the new just, studio.
1: Just, uh, you know,
0: coffee's never tasted better at um 2:01 p.m. on a Sunday. Hey
1: bro. That's just how it <laughs> be sometimes.
0: We do what we got to do. If you're watching live video, if you're watching video right now, you can see um the, the partially some, upgraded steel. We're not fully some there upgrades. yet.
1: Upgrades, you know. We, we got like it's looking nice, it's looking functional, but the background. We got some big plans yeah. in store yeah. for y'all.
0: Yeah. We've uh we've made a lot of progress, I think. Oh yeah, we're up and coming. We're gonna soon. We're gonna beat out the Ben Shapiro show. Ex- oh yeah, we're gonna beat out Charlie Kirk. Beat out louder with Crowder. We beat out louder with Crowder. We're gonna beat out CBS, Temple IRL,
1: CNN. Bro, right, when the
0: 2020 elections come around, we're gonna be beating out all the major news networks.
1: Beat out fuck around and beat out Newsmax. Facts. At this rate, I'm sure they'll be up there still. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> no signs
0: of slowing down with them. We could literally beat out every single news network in the world. Well, what? I think you know we gotta we gotta give a thanks to our supporters We definitely have
1: to give a thanks to our beautiful patrons for literally making all this possible there,
0: there's no way we could have done all this without your continued support and you know what i appreciate you
1: could not have and still could not without if the support doesn't continue considering <laughs> yeah. we went way
0: over budget just to clarify <laughs> your continued support is appreciated and necessary yeah. <laughs>
1: we're running the pot on a deficit yeah. kind of like the government but worse because it's affecting my pockets exactly
0: Welcome back to Head in the Office, everybody. We've got a special episode planned for you today. Episode 20. Yeah, I know we say we have a whole lot to talk about every single time we record, but I mean it this time. Yeah,
1: this time we actually have a lot to talk about. I was sitting there earlier, three hours, OPEC. Yeah. You'll see what I mean. And if you don't know what OPEC is, you're gonna.
0: Oh, you will. You will (laughs) know intimately what Um, OPEC is. So we'll cover, we'll do some brief coverage of the news today. Just a little bit talking about what happened over the last week. Not much crazy this week. But then, as promised, we'll get into debunking Every talking point you'll hear at your holiday dinners this year. Exactly. So that you,
1: dear listener, are ready to combat your uncle that has drank the Kool-Aid, will we say. Yes. Preparing you for what's to come. Exactly. Tomorrow, if you're listening to this, the day it drops. Exactly.
0: If you celebrate Thanksgiving, then you will be prepared for your Thanksgiving feast. When politics is inevitably brought up, you'll be prepared to uh, combat everything that you hear.
1: Exactly. You're ready for all the smoke. Just as we are. Just as we are all the time, if you're if you're a smoke demon like us, and ready to just fight with anybody in your family about this, just for your own pure enjoyment, think of us as your mentor. Get the pen and paper.
0: Think of us as like you're our intern, and we're exploiting you for labor while we're making
1: a lot of money. Get, oh, exactly. Get ready to take notes because this is about to be a lecture.
0: <laughs> True. This is about to be an hour lecture. Think of us as like a. Mm, we're like the boss.
1: <laughs> yeah we're like and the boss you work for us if, if you want to simplify it there's a power dynamic here and we hold all the power
0: yeah yeah <laughs> um but we don't we still don't support capitalism but if we have all <laughs> the power that's fine i think um so i think uh oh before first we get dive into a five-star
1: review but yeah
0: first we got to talk about a five-star review this one this week is from author ain't hush with Whoa. subject line love it no way they said I am so excited for Wednesday every week to listen to these guys on the way to class. Every week? It's nice listening to slightly more lighthearted stuff, considering how dark leftist media can be.
1: Hey, we try. Sometimes That's, we think that we're too dark.
0: That, I was going to say, sometimes I really worry that um, the way we talk about stuff is too depressing.
1: Sometimes I'm, I feel like I'm a little too doom and gloom.
0: Yeah. But apparently we're not. Apparently, apparently we're, light-hearted. We're, we're
1: lighthearted. We're lighthearted guys. Maybe we're a little funny.
0: Maybe we're a little funny. Probably so not. I appreciate the five-star review. If you want to have your review read... Keep Leave it on coming. Apple
1: Podcasts. Keep them coming. Leave
0: a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll get to it um, and support the show on all the social medias, Patreon, YouTube, TikTok, oh, yeah. everything.
1: TikTok, you know. just you get, know how go, it goes. go and
0: check us out. So we got to get into the real news coverage a little bit first. Just a yeah, little bit of synopsis yeah, for the week. Precedent. So on Monday, the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure deal was signed into law by Joe Biden after it passed the House and the Senate. Oh, yeah. Around the middle of the week, <laughs> the House censured Paul Gosar uh, <laughs> for promoting an anime video that depicted him killing Representative uh, Alexandria ocasio-cortez
1: love it yeah just the the attack on titan video just yeah just ripped the attack on titan opening yeah like deep faked his face and was it lauren bobart's face onto like aaron and mikasa yeah and they were just going at the female titan you know <laughs> yeah. uh
0: and then thursday talks are on the social infrastructure bill the build back better plan the 1.75 trillion dollar plan That began on the House floor, and Kevin McCarthy tried to do something similar to a filibuster, and he talked for eight hours on the House floor. Literally eight hours. Yeah. Talked for eight hours Thursday night. And you may be thinking, well, I thought the filibuster was just for the Senate. It is. (laughs) But in the House, you can do this thing where party leaders are able to talk as long as they want about anything.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's not even like... From what I understand of it, it's not even like an actual rule that party leaders can talk whatever they want. It's like a respect thing. Like, because you lead your party, we'll give you all this time.
0: Yeah. So he talked for eight hours, but then I think at like five o'clock on Friday, 5 a.m. Morning. In the morning. morning Yeah. In the morning on Friday, the $1.75 trillion bill passed uh, on a party line vote, 220 to 213 with one Democrat, uh, Jared Golden from Maine, voting against the bill
1: wow bro bro saw all the spotlight joe manchin and kirsten cinema were getting
0: and he's not gonna get any of it yeah exactly (laughs) nobody i don't know who he is just us we're
1: the only people that will cover this Yeah.
0: yeah so that passed the house it'll i guess we'll see if it passed the senate Next week, probably. True. We'll see if anything happens with that. Um, probably not. Maybe an early Christmas gift will be them investing very little into clean water. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Maybe.
1: Maybe an early Christmas gift, them investing in the inner systems. Yeah, true. So. True.
0: Um and then early on Friday, or maybe it was like the afternoon, Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted of all charges. Crazy
1: day that Friday was. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely crazy.
0: And we'll get into um We'll get into more talk about Kyle Rittenhouse because it's going to be brought up at your Thanksgiving dinner. It has
1: to. Like, there's no chance that somebody in your family isn't like, hmm, so what'd you guys think of the self defense?
0: Exactly. You know? Yeah, no, someone's definitely going to bring it up, um, especially because Kyle got away with it. Uh, Dude got two legal kills Mm -hmm. and got to maim a person legally. So they're definitely going to bring it up. Scary precedent, but we'll get into that in a minute. And I think, you know, I think now we can get onto the real content. Get your pen and paper out, people. Exactly. We are, um, in a way, pitting you against your family members. Exactly. We're hiding (laughs) the contradiction between you and your uncle.
1: All for our enjoyment.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. All for the content, because it's inevitable that politics is going to be brought up during the holiday season. It has to. Um, it's and I would infamous. say, I would say that these are mostly, you know, uh, similar to Kyle Rittenhouse, mostly for self-defense. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. These are if you're provoked. But you could use these for offense if you want exactly.
1: to. Because if you're anything like me, you will bite at any little thing yeah. that your family gives you. Exactly, and just go at them.
0: Exactly. So we're going to start with debunking conservative talking points, okay. and you can imagine we've got a lot more conservative talking points than we've got liberal ones to talk about, but. They're all very important. Oh, all, very all very important. important. All so the very first one, pertinent topics. The first talking point that we I want to touch on is Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing wrong. And that's why he was acquitted. It was
1: self-defense. Did nothing wrong. A, a jury found that he didn't do it.
0: Yeah. Because our criminal justice system historically has always been really good.
1: And it's historically foolproof. But OJ still did something wrong.
0: We didn't have a, a video last week (laughs) that was primarily about how bad our judiciary system is
1: nothing like that i just i love the like just picking and choosing Uh between the judiciary because the same people oh oj definitely did it because oj definitely did it like let's let's be real here let me just like how kyle did it
0: yeah let me let me (laughs) highlight how insane this precedent is Okay. a 17 year old from another state crossed state boundaries with an ar-15 to go to a protest he had nothing to do with a Mm -hmm. counter protest to protect property that wasn't his yeah. And he killed two people and that's fine.
1: I would like to point out, no one else was really harmed at this protest. No. Like, there were no other altercations. What is it about this one kid I don't know. that got people so riled up? Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was the AR-15 and the already charged crowd. Mm-hmm. Just maybe.
0: Bro was a loser. <laughs>
1: bro cleans up graffiti <laughs> yeah he
0: cleans up graffiti fucking narc for no reason he's like, i don't understand that boggles my mind that you can go and protect property that isn't your own and people are okay with it if you end up killing somebody and over people it.
1: champion you yeah i've you're seen a hero. so many people calling him a hero i'm sure one of your family members will call him a hero
0: yeah Oh, undoubtedly. <laughs> like and he's gonna I didn't you say that he's um already getting like internship offers? He's been
1: offered internships with Republican congressman people.
0: It's not even surprising.
1: No, like, not this, at all. This dude's a killer. I like, saw that I saw this one onion article that said Kyle Reynolds was sentenced to thirty years of CPAC appearances. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah that's the one thing he'll have to endure but <laughs> exactly. he's gonna get all the attention that he ever wanted he's
1: gonna get so much fucking money
0: this is the conservative dream
1: so much money
0: killing somebody then being champion is like a martyr. No,
1: no like it it literally is the conservative dream mm-hmm. there are so many i don't know if you all are familiar with like certain this one dude on tiktok but he basically popped off this he got out of prison he popped off talking about how when he was 12 his best friend raped his little sister and so yeah. he killed him yeah and so all this dude's comment section is you're a hero you shouldn't have gone to jail yeah L- you're not a hero dog no i'm sorry like if something hor- like you cannot respond by killing somebody like that you know
0: at the very least that dude was somehow personally connected to the murder exactly kyle rittenhouse didn't know these people yeah oh my god yeah there's big comparisons drawn like um kind of to that like not necessarily but there's been things that people have said like well the people that he killed like one was a sexual predator the other was like a criminal something like that like harmed somebody like first of all kyle rittenhouse couldn't have known that not at all there's literally no shot he wasn't out there trying to do like vigilante justice Uh like he didn't know that that was happening Even, even if he did why would we ever accept it as okay for a civilian to kill someone for committing a crime see that's the what's thing the is, point of having con- a
1: criminal justice conservatives system? love to do that mm-hmm. because anytime anytime you hear a story about how somebody went out went out and killed a rapist yeah. or went and killed a bunch of rapists they are championed yeah. like i'm sorry rape is a horrible thing oh, absolutely yeah. horrible right you can't go and kill somebody though no you can't go and extraditionally murder somebody
0: what's the point of having uh, any kind of standards in the criminal justice system if vigilantes can just go and kill them literally
1: yeah it's so fucking atrocious dude
0: um but anyway kyle rittenhouse he got off on basically technicalities in the law Mm -hmm. at least when it comes to him carrying a gun under being a minor carrying a gun in kenosha there was some weird loophole in the law that got him out of that
1: he he couldn't have carried a short barrel gun which is classified as anything under 16 inches and his ar was 16 inches the barrel was 16 inches
0: (laughs) because carrying a a rifle (laughs) in an urban setting is just normal
1: i understand that there has to be like legal cutoffs like explicit legal cutoffs but like come on dog 16 it, versus 15 it's there's no fucking difference was
0: his gun then classified as a hunting rifle i think so yeah because he's doing some big game hunting mm-hmm. in a fucking city oh
1: yeah literally he did do some hunting <laughs> he literally did some
0: big game oh, i'm so sick of the legal system and he also he mostly uh another part of the reason that he got acquitted is because the, the prosecution kind of sucked
1: dog bringing up call of duty you gotta be kidding me they they did the
0: classic um kyle rittenhouse plays video games so he's violent
1: yeah he he really brought up this dude's tiktok username as like a way to condemn him four doors more whores that's kind (laughs) of (laughs) hard that that's so stupid i can't imagine if i was ever like somehow within like in a criminal trial and i had to testify and i get on the stand being cross-examined and some dude goes so you run a podcast called head in the office (laughs) <laughs> would be fucked <laughs> it'd be over one of these titles senate degradation kink yeah how about you explain that how about you explain john cox and balls mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the jurors easily so I, could, I couldn't do it bro. Let, let me in let me debate. <laughs> let me, me add them um,
0: i wonder how much the prosecution being bad was their fault or just the fault of the judge because the judge wasn't let them, wasn't letting them debate anything of it's, substance. it's definitely both yeah
1: it's definitely both but yeah the like, judge holy shit some of the lines this dude took
0: um the judge literally said afterwards he said um, that the the defense had the best jurors you could have asked for. Or that's he said, not appropriate. Or maybe he didn't say the defense. He just said they were the best jurors you could have asked for.
1: That That's just not appropriate in no matter the context. You can't fucking do that as and a I, judge. I'm
0: sure he was talking about like, oh, they were really respectful and they took their time to come to like a, a decision and stuff. I'm sure that's what he was talking about. Yeah, Maybe. But, oh my God. Like, yeah. that's just a complete mask off moment. And just the optics revealing, of it all. Completely revealing what the criminal justice system is all about. It's, it's just about, like, who is in control of your trial and also, like, your political ideology. Like, yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah. As we've talked about, judiciary is a political body. Yeah. It is a very political body. And it's, like, even, even like, despite all the legalities, because mm-hmm. this whole case exists within a legal gray area. Yeah. yeah, yeah it exists on the line, no matter how you look at it. Dude's morally wrong. Oh, yeah. Dude should not have been there no matter what. You are 17 years old. You have absolutely no right to take the law into your own hands like this. You can't kill people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's that's the summary. You can't murder
1: somebody. Exactly. Oh, my God. You can't just insert yourself into a hostile position and go and kill people. Yeah. E, like, sure, I'll I'll even – I'll say it's self-defense, whatever. I really don't give a shit that it was yeah. self-defense when he shouldn't have been there anyway, especially considering yep. the adults that he was counter-protesting with were not doing that. He lied about being a medic to, like, go in there. Bro was just – he just wanted it. He, he had lifeguard training. <laughs> Bro was a Bro had lifeguard
0: training. Yeah, like – if you like the, the argument is entirely that he was defending himself, and that may be true sure. if, if you strip the situation of all of its context, yeah, and you just look at the exact moment when he shot somebody or shot the three mm-hmm. people. Like, yeah, sure, he was defending himself in that instance, but when you look at the case as a whole and realize what he was there to do, yeah, you know that he wanted to get a
1: kill, and it's like he was waiting to be provoked. I'm sorry, but I cannot accept arguments based purely on whether or not something is legal or not oh yeah case in point slavery was legal Mm mm-hmm like, what is legal does not have any standing when it comes to what is moral. Mm-hmm. It they, they overlap a little bit, but one doesn't necessitate the other.
0: Yeah. Law, by nature, is an attempt to codify morality. Yeah. But as we've seen, it has been very bad at doing it so. It is
1: imperfect. Yes. It is imperfect. So you're going to have cases like this slip through the cracks.
0: Especially when the law upholds capitalism, which is an inherently immoral system, yeah, and
1: upholds <laughs> white supremacy because it has been built that way, and has
0: upheld slavery and Jim been Crow laws. Built for these systems. Plessy ferguson yeah legal segregation like come on
1: oh and the nra which is a whole nother issue yeah the nra has got its hands all over this implicitly in one way or another all right so moving on to our next one gauge if i said to you oh.
0: if i say if, if if pretend i'm like a conservative family member of yours, okay and we're at uh we're at thanksgiving dinner christmas dinner whatever it may be yeah yeah you know, whatever right. holiday whatever your flavor of holiday is
1: eating the turkey a little bit yeah and i say Joe Biden is raising our gas prices. I would call you a fucking idiot. (laughs) How do you retort? (laughs) I would call you an absolute fucking idiot because as (laughs) I've learned like over the course of all day today. Yeah. Dude has like virtually no control over gas prices here in America at all. Yeah. You want to know what does control gas prices? I do want to know. You want to know? It's. Countries in the Middle East and a little bit of Africa, known as the OPEC nations. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's the OPEC nations and shit. They supply forty percent of the world's crude oil. Mm-hmm. They are the largest oil producers in the world, right? But I mean, this barely even scratches the surface of it all. Let me just let me let me get into the show show notes here. This <laughs> another implicit thing: Hurricane Ida. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Ida in the Gulf of Mexico disrupted all oil production there. That contributes directly to a supply shock in the system. Well,
0: that's because Joe Biden controls the weather.
1: I mean, that's (laughs) like, if we're talking about things that Joe Biden has control over when it comes to gas prices, it would be climate provisions. (laughs) (laughs) Bro could actually control future gas prices. Not short term, though. yeah no this is this is very long i was more diving into the
0: conspiracy that like they have weather controlling like software and stuff like that wouldn't be surprised
1: with that talking point Mm -hmm. but anyway the pandemic also definitely slowed down the supply chain we know about all these supply chain disruptions we've been talking about them like the life of the pod yeah. That's like been half of the pod is just talking about the supply chain we, we and one, the bipartisan
0: I, we, deal. We had an episode entirely dedicated to the supply chain, like I don't know, a month ago or so. Hell yeah, like, we did. Our listeners, our listeners know that there's been supply chain issues, and oil isn't going to be immune to that. Oh god, no. Especially because oil is such an important like commodity especially for our consumption.
1: Because considering how oil works and how oil is shipped around, it is like the supply chain.
0: Oil is such an, such an important commodity. That it is taken out of the equation when you uh, try to measure inflation. Oh, yeah. Because it, it changes so much. Like, you, they do not calculate oil prices you into inflation.
1: You literally can't just not drive. Yeah. Especially in this country where we have right. absolutely no public transit, no high-speed rail. Right. Like,
0: if, if gas was like $8, what am I going to do? What I just got to buy it. I literally just have to. I can't just walk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm never going
0: to get – like, I, I have to buy gas.
1: In L.A., where gas could very reasonably hit $8 an hour. You just have to buy it cuz you got a like gallon. 8 dollars a gallon yeah an hour <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> You just have to buy it there's no way you're walking like 10 yeah. hours to work Yeah and like Jesus Christ a work day in like places like LA when you have crazy commutes mm-hmm. it's going to cost you it's going to cost you like fucking uh your whole paycheck 30 dollars a day <laughs> it's just gonna, to drive to work It's going
0: to cost you your paycheck for the day
1: That's atrocious <laughs> like that's horrible. All the
0: money you just you make is going to go directly back into transportation.
1: That's literally horrible. And that's Joe Biden's fault. And there are no like <laughs> governmental price controls here. Yeah, no. Y- you know, which would help a lot. Well, it,
0: I mean, it's a even if we somehow passed some kind of price control system, it's a it's a global market. Yeah, like globalism frustrates democracy a lot of the time. Even if we had a democratic system, which we don't, by the way. Oh. But if we did, it still frustrates it. And like like you said, forty percent of the world's oil supply is controlled by nations that are, like, in the Middle East, surrounding the Middle East, or just have, like, exactly. the most oil it's reserves. Like, it's
1: like Iraq, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Nigeria, Algeria. Yeah. Um, oh, all the countries others. around
0: the Persian Gulf and then
1: Venezuela. Yes. Yeah. Yes, those are the OPEC countries. But, like, yeah. speaking of the foreign policy behind oil, let's just let's just get into a little bit more. Previously, at one point during the pandemic, I want to say it was when it first started, right? Around, like, May. Yeah. May of, like, the first lockdown. yeah. There was a massive... Um, oversupply of oil going on due to saudi arabia and russia's price war
0: yeah and people stopped driving Also, they
1: were just permanent like continuing to undercut each other's prices people weren't driving so there was less demand nobody could keep up yeah. with the cheap cost of oil barrels and so they were literally giving away barrels for free
0: yeah we could have got some barrels put them in the stew <laughs> facts, that would have smelled facts. great. Just bam, just right there. That would have smelled really a good. A bunch of
1: sticky crude oil. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, we could have just done that. We literally st- giving we away started our own for free. Exxon. Exactly, and it's not like they can stockpile these things, no. because they quite literally have to keep production going, or else their economy would fail, or else probably the global economy just falls Especially apart. Especially in a place like Saudi Arabia, that literally just relies on their oil. And Venezuela too. That is their thing. Yeah, like that's it. It's just fucking oil, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we reopened, the oil market was not prepared for production to begin again. And the market couldn't handle the stark rise in consumption. And just like diving more into how the market, quote unquote, market works for this Funnily enough, Investopedia itself, like you can't get more capitalists than you that. You can't. You cannot get more capitalist. Its name is Investopedia and, and Stockbro. Uh-huh. Than Investopedia, they give away the game. They say that oil prices are not entirely controlled by regular market factors like supply and demand and the general public's affinity for the product. That's usually how commodities function. That's well, how. That's how ideally, capitalism works. That's how commodities are supposed, supposed to, to function. These are driven by speculation in the futures market. Yeah. The supply and, <laughs> On the supply and demand end, we find that OPEC nations produce, again, 40% of the world's oil, while the United States produces around 15 which, surprising, I didn't know that we produced that much oil. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, again, we'll get into that later.
0: West Virginia, brother.
1: West Virginia, mountain mama. Reuters.com reports that right now oil producers are happy, oil producers being OPEC nations and yeah. like pretty much private corporations around the world, mm-hmm. in addition to even here, the 15% of oil that we export here, mm-hmm. private. All, All private. It. Oh yeah, hundred percent. All private, and it's funnily enough, they lease government land.
0: Let's start a nonprofit
1: <laughs> <laughs> for oil. Jesus Christ, nationalize the oil industry, mind you. That'd just be better. It would literally just be better for the consumer.
0: Yeah, I, maybe maybe we're missing something. But before we started recording, Gage and I were talking about like, why doesn't the U.S. just buy the oil directly and then mm-hmm. sell it for like a small profit? You can get rid of the oil or the gas tax at that point. Yeah, and this what, is what's oh the my God. I don't understand like. I mean, other than it threatens corporate profits, yeah, but, like, why would we not just – like, the mail system. Yeah. Like, you still have to pay to, like, send mail around. Like, you got to pay for stamps. But it's much cheaper than having to pay, like, a private corporation. And also, if the mail system was, like, privatized, Wyoming wouldn't get mail because it would not be profitable <laughs> to FedEx. deliver mail to wyoming
1: like bro i would much rather buy usps flat rate yeah than fedex it's just cheaper and it's better and right. it's easier and it gets there quicker yeah. it's an efficient system yeah. I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry but like it cuts back, out the middleman facts <laughs> back on topic to oil um what the fuck was i reuters.com reports that right now oil yeah. producers are very happy with the price of oil because why wouldn't they be it's increasing all of their revenue across yeah. the board. They are profiting immensely from all this.
0: Especially because the economy, like Gage said, was shocked with the return of normal business. Yes, there was a massive
1: a like supply shock then yeah. followed by a massive demand shock. Yeah. And so they're just raking in the money and they are choosing. They are actively choosing to keep the supply tight right now. Yeah. And they're citing reasons like market instability due to the futures market right now is fucked. Mm-hmm. And also future pandemic like lockdowns, even though there's no way in hell. We're going back to lockdowns. Not a chance, dog. There's
0: no way. Schools are literally getting rid of their mask mandates like after the holiday. Mm -hmm. Like they've announced like after, after this Thanksgiving break that a lot of schools are getting. Even after Mass Thanksgiving minutes. break, not yes. even like next semester. Yeah. After Thanksgiving after break, after Thanksgiving break, that's
1: actually yeah. There's no way in hell we're going to do another lockdown. No. I'm sorry, but like unless there's another super variant that comes around, there's not going to be a crazy supply shock.
0: Like I feel this. Like even if there's another super variant that is discovered, it's not going to change anything. People
1: are too unwilling to go back to like what we should be doing in a pandemic sense.
0: These parents are literally ghouls. Mm-hmm. Like they should, like they
1: are ghouls to get their oh, kids yeah. back in school. And Look at sick. like any school board meeting. Yeah, just whip up all the Virginia school board meetings and you'll see the hog-ass moms (laughs) coming through you know the the pto moms oh my god there's
0: no chance that we're ever getting another lockdown
1: so essentially like a lot of what's happening with oil prices is opec just not playing ball yeah they just do not want to give like give oil away
0: and also joe biden literally said at the town hall um, like in September that he's not talking to OPEC at all Like he just hasn't and, done it
1: And that's the funny thing Is that Joe Biden like traditionally Isn't even the one to talk to OPEC mm. It is the private corporations that talk to OPEC Yeah, Like they buy from the suppliers I'm
0: sure the president has some amount of sway
1: They definitely Influence. have a sway when it comes to like foreign policy There are implicit things right there yeah. Like I know right now there's like some Saudi prince That was just implicated in a murder Of like a US citizen And Joe Biden's wow. kind of like Maybe going to be hard on that
0: Yeah Saudi Arabia has a
1: really good track record of treating U.S. citizens with respect. Oh, yeah. Especially U.S. journalists. Especially Jamal Khashoggi. Oh, my goodness. And then we have a really good track record Trump. of defending our, our own citizens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta love that. <laughs> and not Donald Trump just straight up saying like, hey, we can't really do anything about that.
0: Yeah. Sorry, dog. Sorry, bro. That's, that's we, it. We literally, because if we upset Saudi Arabia, then we don't get our oil and we literally need our oil. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Jamal Khashoggi. That's just what happens. God, fuck, I hate capitalism. It's
1: like oil prices quite literally not a function of Joe Biden. No. You know what I mean? He, yeah,
0: he can't set them. And also people that say this like point to a policy decision where he is like raising the price of gas. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make I mean it's just an example of oh. the president getting labeled with all of the uh, the struggle that the economy is is taking on.
1: Exactly. And speaking of policy positions that people love to point to yeah. when they're talking about the rising price of gas. Energy independence, baby. Yeah, I am sure. I am sure you've like been scrolling through industry Instagram comments, maybe some conservative Twitter threads. If you're a demon like me and you just True. seek the smoke, right? TikTok. And you've seen so many people talk about, well, under Trump we were energy independent. Uh huh. What does that mean? And now we're not. But, but what does energy independence mean, yeah, guys? Do, do you have an answer for that, dear do, listener? Yeah. Do you guys know what energy independence mean?
0: If your uncle brings this up, ask him what's energy independence.
1: I'm gonna I'm let gonna, me gonna let just, me play the uncle. He
0: would say you, okay, he would say. Okay. Well that means that the US is creating all the oil that we need. Oh, or all the energy that we need is coming right from the US.
1: My sweet summer child. You <laughs> are you could not be more wrong. You
0: couldn't be. If you, you quite tried.
1: literally could not be more wrong. All that energy independence means is that we are creating more oil, natural gas, coal than we consume.
0: Yeah, we're exporting more than we're importing from other countries.
1: Which you would think. You one would think intuitively that that means that oh, so we're like using what we produce. No. 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 We are not using what we produce. No. We are still exporting oil. Yeah. Like exporting all that shit.
0: You know what energy independence really is?
1: I call that breaking even. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, like just, essentially, that's it. That's, it's just profits. Like we're profiting off of energy now. It's a bad term. It's a very bad term. It does not I don't know mean what people think it means, no. right? And so this this quite literally sent me down a fucking rabbit hole <laughs> because in one of the articles that I was reading, it told me that um, the U.S. only takes 10 percent of its oil supply, only imports 10 percent of its supply from OPEC nations. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe that like combats what I was thinking before. No. That OPEC nations are setting the price because the U.S. imports mostly from Canada and Russia, surprisingly. Right. That's where we get most of our oil imports. Guess where Canada and Russia get their oil from? Probably the United States. Saudi Arabia oh, the and Saudi the Arabia. United States. Yeah. Okay, there we go. That's half right. And th- that's where I stopped because I, <laughs> I couldn't keep going and like trace where all the oil is coming from because it's a big fucking circle jerk.
0: It's literally like the Iron Triangle, but for oil.
1: Yeah. That's all it is. What, like, specifically with us in Canada. Mm-hmm. Wh- why are we like just trading oil back and forth? What's the function of that? Wouldn't it just be cheaper? For yeah. like consumers involved, if the U.S. oil just was given to U.S. consumers and Canadian oil, given to Canadian consumers, and we gave each other what we needed. One would think. Because if there's trade of oil between both the countries, like you don't need it. It doesn't need to be there. No. You, you could just keep it there.
0: Nationalize the. Actually, haven't countries in the past tried to nationalize the service? Venezuela
1: got, tried to nationalize their oil industry, and then basically got politically invaded by us.
0: Yeah, no, they did. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we planted like CIA agents and mm-hmm. like planted a bunch of propaganda. I mean, and it didn't even really work. Like that was one of our more unsuccessful kind yeah. of political coups. But. Like any country that tries to nationalize their oil service just gets absolutely bombarded from all of the global north countries.
1: Dude, the energy independence talking boy. I didn't even know how actually insane it was until I had to look it up. Yeah. And it's just got me wondering, maybe if I would have learned this thing, like any of this stuff mm-hmm. anywhere else, I would know who to hold accountable.
0: I mean, that's probably a, a, a one of the reasons they don't tell you. That's exactly
1: why I've never been told. Yeah. is I to mean, just keep me in the dark and just keep blaming whatever fucking president there is. I'm I'm
0: I'm a political science student and I've never understood what energy independence is until now. Yeah. And I know international relations students that also do not know what energy independence yeah. or even OPEC is.
1: And I quite literally hear the term energy independent all the time on Fox News.
0: I'm watching the news, reading the news, involved with politics every day of my life and I've never heard of mm-hmm. it. I, but yeah. like, gas is one of our most important... Uh, commodities that we have literally
1: without oil here in the united states we would not be able to function because of our lack of public transit Mm -hmm. our lack of high-speed rail Mm -hmm. it's just nothing A lack of renewables we would crumble as a society and thus the world economy would crumble Mm -hmm. so it's crazy how we just be playing with prices like this and we just be playing this game giving oil back and forth to each other and then literally just jacking up the price it's collusion
0: then we blame all of our climate change issues on china Oh, yeah. And then we blame China for their uh, use of, like, natural gases and mm-hmm. oil and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and they're polluting in the environment, which they do, but yeah. they're literally still developing. Like, what are we doing?
1: And that that's another thing that I wanted to get into, because, like, back, like still talking about energy independence and, yeah. like, policy. Like, what is Joe Biden's role in energy independence? You know what I mean? Yeah. Your, your uncle would love to talk about the Keystone Pipeline, which was never built. Oh, he's going to bring it up. And he's going to bring it up. Your uncle, your dad, grandpa,
0: whoever you're arguing with, uh, grandma, they're going to bring it up.
1: Like, one, the Keystone Pipeline was never built. Two, its function was to bring, like, oil from Canada here. Three, what's the fucking point when we just give oil back to Canada? Yeah. Literally, what is the point when we're importing and exporting from Canada the same good? Literally the same good. Mm Mm-hmm. What is that? What is up with that? You know what I mean? And the only other thing that this dude could really do is ban fracking, which he's already said he said during the debates that he would not ban fracking.
0: Yeah. Even Amy Klobuchar said she would ban fracking. Yeah. But Joe Biden couldn't.
1: It's either like destroy the environment or destroy the environment. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's what it is. That's the only reason to like keep oil. Like that's the only thing he could do for oil. And And he is destroying the environment.
0: And go to the COP26 and literally take a nap.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I think I think that summarizes it on the on the gas talking point. But you yeah. know, that's just how it be. <laughs> Hopefully, you absorbed any of that. <laughs> uh, I guarantee that your uncle won't. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Uh, next talking point that I think we need to debunk: Joe Biden. He's flooding the country with immigrants, and
1: that's bad. Oh, the border's wide open. Anybody can just walk in. The greatest embarrassment for our country is the border. Simultaneously, anyone can walk into the country, but also Joe Biden is continuing the cages. Oh,
0: true. The the greatest embarrassment to our country is immigration. It's the border. But it's not, you know, Americans living paycheck to paycheck, having mm-hmm. no access to health care. We're actively destroying the earth. Yeah. People can't afford housing. People are working jobs that they don't care about. Th- none of Food those things are embarrassing. Food insecurity. That's not embarrassing. No,
1: that's no, no, actually no. good. Being the um, second or third poorest nation, poorest OECD nation, mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Not no, embarrassing it, none at of all. that is bad. But, it's uh, immigrants.
0: Joe Biden flooding the country with immigrants is bad. Um, and I, I just want to say, <laughs> Joe Biden is one hundred percent not flooding the country with immigrants. Not at all. He is using Trump era policies mm-hmm. to send immigrants away. We've talked about this before. He's using Title Forty Two. Um, Back when, or he used Title 42 when all the Haitian immigrants were trying to come to the country. After natural disasters, their president got assassinated. Bad stuff.
1: If you may recall, do not come.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But he used Title 42, a Trump-era policy that says we can reject immigrants if they're thought to have an infectious disease. Yeah. Yeah. And he used that, because we're in a pandemic, to, to reject any of them had almost, like disease. a vast majority of Haitian immigrants and deport them to the country that they were fleeing from, that we had a hand in destabilizing, mm-hmm. that we were one of the primary sources of their destabilization. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Joe Biden's not flooding the country with immigrants. He's being just as harsh as Donald Trump was, but maybe it's just a little bit less brutal.
1: Yeah, it's just less brutal on like the news end of it, on yeah. the aesthetic end of it. It is less brutal.
0: Instead of kids in cages, it's just like kids and their parents in cages. Kids and their parents in like a detainment facility. (laughs) Like (laughs) it sounds a little bit better. And like liberals just have stopped talking about immigration Mm -hmm. as a whole. And now conservatives are back on. Biden is being terrible on immigration because he's letting everyone in.
1: Both of them are wrong. No, like quite literally, it's simultaneously you could see on the same Fox News broadcast within the same hour, it's the border is wide open, but also why isn't Kamala going to these border facilities? Oh look, Ted Cruz win. aoc crying at the border it's it's ridiculous
0: and like gage said i want to remind you vice president harris earlier this year went to guatemala and Mm -hmm. said if you're thinking about coming to the united states do not come don't do it yeah because they she was just saying that like stay in your country you're not going to get accepted that's basically they they said try to go through the
1: embassy the already like overworked embassy in whatever country you're in
0: yeah so there's no evidence that the that the united states is being flooded with immigrants and even if it was Even if more immigrants had started to get through because of Joe Biden, or even if they are, Mm -hmm. immigrants have ultimately contribute a net positive to the system.
1: Oh, yeah. They take less because they literally cannot take more as they don't have social security numbers. Yeah. They are paid less because they don't have social security numbers. They can't advocate
0: for unions because the person they work for would literally deport them.
1: All they do is... Is contribute. Mm-hmm. They are a net gain to the system.
0: They can be paid dirt cheap because if they try to push back against their employer, they'll be like, "All right, I'm calling ICE." Exactly. And that happens. Yeah. Like they, uh, ultimately, they do not. They are not a burden to the system. Oh, what but is they're a taking burden to the system jobs. is literally like Texas Republicans.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh. But immigrants are taking your jobs, bro. What jobs? yeah a- apparently there's a massive labor shortage maybe we should let more in
0: yeah i mean the narrative's always that they're like stealing jobs and that they're going to come in and like hurt people you're more likely to be hurt by a texas man than you are by yeah. an immigrant
1: and it's it's so funny because the people talking about them taking jobs are like blue collar workers mm-hmm. they're like middle management yeah i'm sorry nobody's taking your middle management job yeah you fucking dickhead
0: you you don't want to go work in southern texas for four dollars an hour,
1: I promise you, you do not want to do landscaping for no. four dollars. You don't want to do back-breaking work. Yeah, for less than our already abysmal minimum wage. Like,
0: and Republicans are the ones saying that those are the jobs nobody wants to work. Mm-hmm. They acknowledge that. Yeah, and then they get mad when immigrants come in and get paid dirt little for a life that is like marginally better than the one they experienced in their uh, country from South America. Literally, bro. Like, it, there's just no evidence to support any of the attacks on the immigration system. Uh, or any of the attacks on, like, immigrants in general that re- mm-hmm. Republicans levy. And ultimately, it's just – it comes from this deeply racist place inside of their inside of their soul where they fear the white majority dissipating.
1: Oh, no. It, it's not even deep within their soul because Tucker Carlson literally says it on yeah. his broadcast, it's, the top-rated national news broadcast. It's,
0: it's become more and more explicit, especially over the last 10 years. Like, not even just in our country, but even in Europe. A lot of the uh, far right agitators or even candidates, they run on a policy of I'm going to keep the immigrants out.
1: Oh, yeah. And the left has no response. I saw this one dude on TikTok who made a video. He absolutely popped off. And all he did, all he did was pull up three articles of like a um, a Muslim immigrant like committing a crime in Germany. Yeah. And that was it. That, that was the whole point of his TikTok.
0: That's all they do. They find the one Muslim person in France. Yeah, they find the one brown somebody. person.
1: Yes. That does anything and yeah. it's like,
0: oh, they are literally all like this. Yeah, because that's how statistical inference works. Mm-hmm. You see one person do something and you can apply that to every single person within that category. Naturally. Ah, come on. It's I mean, it's insane. Like the far right is able to just utilize the fear that like, I don't know, working class white people have about losing power because they're already deprived of all power in society yeah. under capitalism and our false democracy. And they're able to utilize that to get them afraid of black and brown people. And then right wing, uh, the far right wins elections because the left, at least the liberal left, has no retort to any of those policies Mm -hmm. because they can't effectively say that, like, yes, we'll let them into the country because, like, they're afraid. They're They're, afraid of the political narrative.
1: Quite literally just pitting the poorest people in society against each other. Yes. Like, uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And ultimately them fight it, for scraps.
0: Ultimately it still hurts like those white working class people that have been told to be afraid of immigrants. Oh yeah. Like it's it's just bad like because they've been convinced that the only way that they can win is if a black and brown person is losing. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. Yeah. And um ultimately that's the narrative your uncle's buying into. So yeah. just you know what? And maybe for that point, if you didn't get all that, just uh play this section of the platform.
1: <laughs> yeah, just whip up head in the office, uh skip to whatever timestamp this is. Yeah, we're talking directly to you, play.
0: Uncle Gary. Yeah. We're talking directly to you. Um, you fucking
1: dipshit. You're dumb.
0: <laughs> and you need to go get some bitches.
1: Oh, good one. Good one. <laughs>
0: even if Found you got it. even if you got a wife.
1: Yeah, get some our... <laughs> bitches, please get some
0: side hose Yeah, that'll get you um that'll get you not thinking about it. Maybe get rid so of much. your
1: yee ye- ass haircut. Exactly, and get some bitches on your dick. All right,
0: all right. Next, next talking point you'll definitely hear about <laughs> critical <laughs> race, race theory. theory. It's uh, it's teaching children to be racist, and white kids hate themselves because of it. Oh yeah. Um, no retort. That's just true. We
1: we've <laughs> talked about this one a lot, and yeah, I completely agree. I hate myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Another topic <laughs> we've talked about on the pod before. Um, I, when did we talk about this? Was it Terry McCullough episode? Soggy cookie. It was definitely Terry yeah. McCullough.
1: Um, CRT is not taught in elementary schools. There's no evidence for that. CRT is not taught. Pretty much anywhere. There's like maybe three classes at your college if you're a college find me, student. Find me
0: one elementary school in the entire nation where the classroom curriculum says critical race theory. I'll literally
1: eat a soggy cookie if you could do that. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I will put all of my money on that.
1: Yeah. Every yeah, no. single
0: dime that I have. Like, find me find me a course curriculum that says critical race theory. You can't.
1: Facts. I will eat a soggy cookie for every course curriculum you can find me in like K through 12 mm-hmm. that has critical race theory. I'll do it.
0: Yeah. And um, of course of course uh the critical race theory that they're talking about is not the academic framework that talks about how legality and race interact and how our institutions Mm -hmm. have upheld racism historically
1: that's not what they're talking about
0: they're talking about kids learning that slavery was bad
1: they're talking about kids learning that columbus genocided the natives yes that's it that's what it is yeah
0: like and they've said so they've said as much publicly that uh, like they think that Christopher Columbus is a hero and they think mm-hmm. that like while slavery was bad, it's gone and doesn't affect today.
1: Guys, we can't judge Christopher Columbus by today's standards. Mm-hmm. Why not?
0: Which again, it stems from this idea that white people are losing power in society. Yeah. When really the playing field is just getting more leveled. That's and it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Things are getting more even for everyone.
1: I can't remember and who And they're said. afraid. I know it's a famous historical figure, and i I kind of mad that I can't remember it, but isn't, doesn't the quote go like, equality feels like oppression to the oppressors? Something like that. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking
0: about. I don't remember who it is either. But yeah, like they're afraid of losing their... Uh, oversized power, their disproportionate yeah. power that they have compared to minority groups.
1: They'll lose their privilege. Exactly. They'll lose the white privilege that they claim doesn't exist.
0: For for low income like white people, it's the one thing that they have that gives them a mm-hmm. slight advantage in society.
1: Even if they don't recognize it, yeah. they they may not explicitly recognize it, but deep down they know. Yeah. And that's why they fear so much that there will be real true equality.
0: Yeah. And they think that teaching kids about that is like terrifying to them. Exactly. Because it raises a generation aware of their own place in society and what you know white people have done throughout history to oppress other groups race was literally created by white colonists to oppress other groups
1: exactly no race because i think we talked about this in the first episode dog race is literally a social construct Mm -hmm. like i know i know that that sounds weird and you, you may be like whoa hold on a little bit yeah how is it a social you can see it you can see the differences Black and white are social constructs as evident by the treatment of Irish immigrants. Yes. They, they are racialized things. Irish immigrants, Chinese immigrants were racialized to be black and their status. It's all about attaining something closer to whiteness. Yes. That is the history of race in America yeah. is different racial groups putting down black people in order to get closer in proximity to whiteness. Yeah. To be more white.
0: When we had mass immigration in this country around, like, the 20s, 1920s, when a lot of Irish people were coming here, Mm -hmm. they were treated as, like, a minority group.
1: Chinese immigrants were literally classified as black.
0: Yeah. They were, like, forced into ghettos. And when that happened, a gang culture arose because they were impoverished. Yeah. And all they had was, like, making money through illegal means. That's it.
1: That's Because that's all you have to do when you need to survive.
0: It had nothing to do with their skin color. It had to do with the
1: systemic treatment that they were experiencing. Exactly. It has to do with the legacy of slavery, with the legacy of Jim Crow, with the legacy of all these very bad things. Because I'm sorry, Newsflash, Uncle, they have after effects. Yeah. Things last. There are ripples historically that we can examine. What
0: a novel idea that things that happen impact new things that happen. Oh
1: my God! Insane. What a novel idea that history has some influence over the present. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that, that before. But like, crazy. basically, like, just to break it down, if you if you really do find yourself in a conversation about CRT with any of your family members, please just ask them what it is.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, they can't define it. Ask
1: them what they think critical race theory is, and just go from there. That's what I've always done.
0: One of the best debate tactics is just to challenge the Socratic method. <laughs> like if they bring up some term that they're clearly using in the wrong way, just be mm-hmm. like, all right, define it. Yeah. This works with like socialism too. Like, oh,
1: hey, that works against me too, lucky. <laughs> so like, sometimes I like know how to use a word, but I cannot define it for the No, but
0: like me. if your family member brings up like socialism, just be like, and I think I have this later on in the show notes, just be like, what? Okay, define it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, like they that. can't. Yeah, like that. Nah, sometimes.
0: It's because these terms don't have any meaning. They're just used to scare people. Especially with all the
1: rhetorical drift going on in this country, especially around words like socialism.
0: Yeah. Anything can be labeled socialism. Yeah, I'm thinking
1: like words like pedantic. Like I know how to use that word in a <laughs> sentence, but if you told me to define it, I couldn't. I know it's like something <laughs> that like like you're like elaborating. No, you're being like needlessly like picky. Yeah. Something like Ro- that. Bro just exposed himself a- on camera. camera. I'm not an intellectual. 4K. I'm not.
0: Um and, and related to critical race theory. To be clear, America was a slave state.
1: Oh, yeah, we do. Definitely got a head start because of slavery.
0: Yeah. And I would even be open to like accepting the argument that we still are.
1: Because we are like
0: because like our prison system still enables slavery. Like is, that's what that is in the There prison is system no right
1: reason to not at this very instant hold a constitutional convention and ratify the Thirteenth Amendment to remove the sentence that excludes the slavery ban from prisons. Yes. That legalizes slavery. There's no reason not to hold a constitutional convention right now and get rid of that.
0: Yeah, and it's especially explicit when you realize that our prison system is disproportionately black and brown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you have to want like it's so obvious what that provision was made for.
1: Oh, yeah. It's so obvious what the war on drugs was there to do and yeah. what it did and how it's gone through. Read the new Jim Crow.
0: Yeah. when No, when America was founded, we were committing a genocide against yeah. the indigenous people and we were a slave state. Mm-hmm. And if you're afraid of recognizing that truth and understanding that that has historical implications, even to this day, then you are just afraid of you acknowledging that other people have struggled more than you have. Yeah. Like that's all that is. Um, like, conservatives, they, they literally can't embrace this story because it paints conservatives in a bad light. Oh, yeah. That's no. them recognizing that their ideology has been used to oppress people for all of history.
1: They're so fucking scared that they have to look inward and maybe self-reflect just a little bit. Yeah. And, I mean, it's scary to self-reflect, but, like, come on, you're actually hurting people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a little bit of
1: introspection, for Please, the love of God. a tiny little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Critical race theory not making white kids feel bad. And the Confederate flag is racist, by the way.
1: Yeah, oh yes literally yes, was flown in a war that was
0: about slavery it's
1: not states rights but i'm sure y'all can handle that one on your well, own a state's
0: right to uh own slaves. exactly states <laughs> rights to what oh uh, yeah exactly States' rights to what no it's it's a confederate flag is racist if one of your family members has one um uh, uh let us know flash. in the comments yeah 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 <laughs> just drop a comment down below sometimes i'll see a confederate flag and it's actually stunning oh yeah. like it shakes me to my in core. the north yes <laughs> up,
1: up in the north Right. That's
0: (laughs) the thing is like we live in Michigan and seeing Confederate flags is just insane to me. Yeah. And it's like
1: it's like not a not a common thing, but not like an uncommon thing. Right.
0: Right. Like it's a thing that happens.
1: Like there are certain places you drive through and you're
0: like, oh, wow. And you can't even claim Southern heritage oh yeah like you're
1: it's just slavery like you're just racist yeah no literally literally oh my god it's horrible and like speaking of that like i don't know if you have it later on but like confederate statues i don't have it in here but yeah if anyone gives you the it's history we need to preserve history and teach people about history that's what we're supposed to be doing in school yes that is you don't want them to exactly you don't you're the one who's saying we're not supposed to teach history put the statues in a museum or just fucking get rid of them Mm -hmm. i don't know anyone who really gives a shit about any of these statues anyway yeah like, what does it matter?
0: Especially Confederate statues. Yeah, like, nobody
1: gives a shit about the Robert E. Lee statue that was in Virginia. They were terrorists. Tra- traitors they tra- and terrorists. Traitors,
0: like, traitors to the country that
1: you claim to love so much. Yeah. Like, I, it's not heritage. And it's like, if you're going to a fucking Confederate statue, just like peep it to check it out because you think it's like a cool monument. I got news for you buddy You're (laughs) a racist I got news for you That's kind of weird That is really weird That's weird weird activity right there That's narc activity Like Robert E. (sighs) Lee Yeah Like Like he wasn't a cool guy I really want to see the statue Uh huh It's fucking weird Take him down
0: Yeah and then people are always like Well what does that mean We're going to take down statues Of like George Washington Because he owned slaves Sure Go for it
1: I don't care Go for it I've never I've never in my life Ever thought Yeah I really want to go see the statue of George Washington
0: You think that we're ever Going to forget about The first president Of the United States Yeah like, we're we're never going to forget it. We don't need statues up of people that own slaves to remind us that slavery happened.
1: Do you think that we'll ever be allowed to forget about the first president of the United
0: States? Exactly. Like – We have so much dedicated to George Washington. Like, we're never going to forget about any of these historical figures if they allow us to accurately depict them mm-hmm. in our education system. Yeah,
1: no. We'll never forget about the real history behind George Washington, how yeah. he didn't have wooden teeth. He had slave teeth. Yeah that's crazy that was like one of the craziest things to me when i like actually started learning about yeah. it it was slave teeth yeah not wooden teeth like they told me in elementary school the
0: argument is always that like we if we take down these statues we are doomed to forget what happened
1: in history and then repeat it no we're not we are literally not yeah Be- and because you like we are repeating it mm-hmm. like you won't let us not <laughs> there's not a single statue of hitler and nobody is forgetting what happened in world war ii
0: that is the goal of conservatives <laughs> to repeat <laughs> it straight up to repeat yeah. history yeah like that's what's like come on Oh my God! Good Absolutely times. Ridiculous. Good times. Uh, moving on to the next one, you may hear from a, a very bigoted uncle, okay. and this is something we haven't really talked about too much on the pod. Um, you may hear that your uncle says uh, something along the lines of being transgender is immoral. It's unnatural. Immoral. It's dangerous. Wow, that, that'd be
1: a tough one. <laughs> that's that's definitely a talking point. Uh,
0: I mean, this is something people bring up. Like it's like oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, Ben Shapiro. Um,
1: Ben Shapiro talking about just gay marriage in general being sexual degeneracy.
0: I was going to say, it's the same arguments they used against gay marriage in like 2004. Yeah. Or even today that they use oh, against yeah, gay marriage. Matt Walsh. It's the same, like saying it's unnatural, like it's unnatural to fly on a plane yeah. or like use a phone, use a computer, report a pod. Lady. It's unnatural to do all. like none of these are, are things that we were born with and born able to do. It's mm-hmm. things that we created and we realized over time. Yeah. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Like, is how do you, and how do you define normal?
1: How do you define natural?
0: Is, is normal something that humans, is anything that humans do normal? Yeah. Or is like, where do you draw the line? And why do we draw the line at
1: gender being something that's unnatural? Exactly. And guys, I'm. T- gender is literally a social construct. Mm-hmm. Like that shit does not exist. You are socialized to be masculine. You are socialized to be feminine. Yeah. Like it's it. Gender is not what's between your legs at all. No. Because even when you look into the biology of it, I think there's something like five different actual sexes that can be expressed within the human genome, considering mutations, five different ones. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Like that's crazy. You literally can't say there are only two genders. Yeah. That is anti-science. Mm-hmm. anti-science anti-sociology as well
0: and and i already hear the arguments if i can change I can my hear gender, it in my head right now <laughs> if i can change my gender then i can claim to be black right i can be transracial
1: no if you say that you're no. fucking weird no you're literally weird no. you're literally weird i can't believe there was somebody that did that i don't think we ever covered it on the pod mm-hmm. but there is this one white dude who like got surgery to look korean yeah like Todd. that's fucking what you the can't the fuck do that are you and doing let
0: me explain why you can't do that your sex is assigned to you at birth yeah. that is something that you are given. your gender is something you come to realize internally over the course of your life mm-hmm. it's something it, and gender isn't something that you inherit it's, it's something, something you express it, yes, it is something that is outwardly expressed. Race is a set of social is a set of characteristics that you do inherit uh-huh. that is socially defined for you yes you don't get to decide like if you are a black man you don't get to decide if you are perceived as a black man. Mm-hmm. that is what happens. And this, that social contract was the, – the social construct of race, like we mentioned, was built to uphold the power structure that white people wanted to create.
1: It's built to uphold white supremacy. They had
0: to justify slavery. Yeah. Like that's what race was made to do. And by the way, like we've – obviously, this is very clear. <laughs> uh, race and gender don't tell you anything about the characteristics of a person. Oh, no, not. The, so I mean they're arbitrary markers of like what someone's identity is. Yeah. But they are very different
1: markers. And it's like I just – I also just don't understand why you give a shit yeah exactly why like, do you care all the people that do care have never interacted with the trans person their entire life yeah. and probably never will yeah you know what i mean it's all someone in rural idaho <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> and like it's always anytime someone brings up like um well, if, if you can transition your gender, can I can transition my race? It's always just a way to subtract from the existence of trans people. Mm-hmm. It's always a way to, to minimize their, the struggles that they face. Or it's like, it's oh. It's not a real argument.
1: Oh, can I just wake up one day and be a girl and like keep flip-flopping? Yes. Yeah. you can you can yeah. be gender fluid like what whatever it, it's up to you being comfortable you can go out one day and, and wear a crop top and a skirt what's traditionally socialized as being like feminine features and then yeah. the other day you can go out wearing carhartt double knees and a flannel and like, by
0: the way it's not a choice yeah like it's not something you choose to do it's something that like you just figure
1: out it's what you are it's what you express that's more natural than
0: forcing you into some randomly assigned gender construct yeah
1: and having to like rigidly uphold these exactly especially like in the case of like a male a masculine standard that these pundits don't even live up to i'm sorry but jesse waters is not masculine in any sense of the word
0: i would argue that trying to fit yourself into a category that you don't feel comfortable with is more unnatural than you transitioning your gender Mm -hmm. and it's more
1: harmful to society at large yeah and it's more harmful to an individual transgender person exactly like it's just it's just i don't understand why it's an issue bro just let people do whatever they want yeah and
0: and all the arguments about transgender people like being dangerous or like predators to your children is just fucking absurd oh yeah you're literally more likely to be assaulted in the bathroom by a member of the gop than a trans person crazy crazy I, i don't know what the specific statistic is but i think it's like there's been three Republican Party members that have been found to assault people in bathrooms and zero transgender people. Wow. Yes. Wow. If you want to base your uh, your fear of others off of statistics, <laughs> which is a bad thing to do, but if you, w- <laughs> if you really want to do statistics that.
1: Statistics do not apply to individuals. You should they apply to populations. You
0: should be afraid of being in a bathroom with someone from the GOP.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And it's like even with within the transgender thing, one of the most common things that I've seen about it is that you're going to confuse kids. Yes shut the fuck
0: up yes it's so dumb
1: literally shut the fuck up like one kids are like a little bit smarter than that and two how are you going to confuse them
0: also like it the parents of those children just be like it doesn't matter like, sh- exactly. like you should not care
1: and it's like these are the people that'll even tell you that like um oh god like Caitlyn Jenner who's yeah. still like female passing like she she passes I forget the term that's like it right I don't remember
0: I, I think I know what you're
1: talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she, female passing anyway. She like fits the role. She looks like a woman. Uh-huh. Like if you never knew Bruce Jenner, sorry for the dead name, but like if you yeah. never knew who she was before, yeah. then you, you probably wouldn't know. Yeah. You think she was just a girl. That's not confusing anybody. No. I'm sorry. It's literally not. And even if you're not, um, God, what the fuck is the term? Is it passing? I don't know. You don't have to pass to be valid. And yes, just, exactly. Just like we've, we've said this before, you do not have to, even if you're not, like you're not confusing anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, at the, oh my God, and it's even, just
0: so dumb. No, but even if you are confusing somebody, who fucking cares? Yeah, exactly. It, it is not <laughs> your job to make sure everyone understands who you are yeah, in, in your existence. Yeah, even if
1: somehow it was confusing, I promise you it's not going to stick. Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, I don't- You should be like, oh, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a
0: cishet white dude. I don't fully <laughs> yeah. understand- like all of the uh i don't know just all the things that transgender people have to deal with there's no way Mm -hmm. that i could but that's okay i don't have to like my existence my well-being is not contingent upon me understanding who you are and who you want
1: to identify as
0: yeah it does not matter
1: i just gotta live my life and you can live yours literally however
0: you want in a libertarian like libertarians shouldn't care oh yeah that's how you know people like ben shapiro are not libertarian like, he wants the state to make it so transgender people cannot exist. He
1: also wants the state to make it so gay people can't marry.
0: Right. Like, they don't They don't care about freedom. They care about feeling superior in society. Yeah. They want the state to do their bidding, to do things like control women's bodies, mm-hmm. make it so trans people can't exist, make it so gay people can't marry. They, That's what they want. They want the state to exist and help them. But they don't want you to have any freedom. That's why we have
1: theocratic fascists like Matt Walsh just there to give away the game.
0: Yes. They just
1: tell us literally exactly how it yeah. is with all of them.
0: And if, if you find your uncle on the topic of, of transgender people, if you hear your uncle complaining about sports and tra- transgender people in sports...
1: Oh, just tell him to shut the fuck up. If you like, can, it if does you not lo- matter.
0: If you complain about that, you're such a loser. Yeah. Like, first of all... I, I will stand by the argument that sports don't matter.
1: That's the only time that he ever gives a shit about women's sports. Yeah, no, yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> I will I will stand by the argument that no sport no sport organization or conference matters at all.
1: Oh yeah, no. Like, it has no implication. Like real, it's entertainment. You know.
0: That's what it, it is entertainment. And if you really care about the eight trans people that play sports, yeah, you're such a loser. And
1: I mean the argument like naturally from there and extends to the fact that like, oh, every male athlete's just gonna transition. Like, no, they're no, not. They're not. They're literally it's, not. Do it's a n- part of being more comfortable in yeah. your own
0: body, in your own life. And I thought that was what liberty was.
1: Yeah. And like, I'm sorry, there are still like rigid, um hormone like tests that they have to go through. Oh, yeah, exactly. To That's be able to play the... in the female leagues and everything, they have to maintain like a certain level of test. Yeah. Like it's it's. it's oh, yeah, ridiculous. I was gonna bring up yeah. that they
0: don't have a competitive edge. Like they're literally tested, and mm-hmm. they're not allowed from playing if they're found to have a competitive edge based on their hormones. Yeah. Like, there, there's no argument to be, be- – and even if – like, even if you were actually concerned for some reason in good faith about this, mm-hmm. that should quell all of your concerns. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that's that's a standard set up to make it so nobody has a competitive edge. Yeah, they're quite literally just not stronger.
1: Unless you want to, like, start grouping football players by height and weight. Mm-hmm. like hmm Yeah, no, start grouping everybody by height and weight and physical ability then and just get rid of the gender-based system. Like, yeah. there shouldn't be a women's league and a men's league. There should just be a – Five five league exactly. Is you that know? what you want, conservatives? Yeah, yeah. Is that what you want, huh?
0: Is that is Michael Phelps not allowed to swim with anyone else? Yeah, is that what's gonna be? That dude's a genetic freak. Facts, should he's he just literally be in a, his own league? He's a monster at swimming. Oh my but god, but there's no like, why would we bar him from swimming? Like, he's I'm, good at it. It's, stupid. it's, 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 it's so dumb. dumb. It's dumb. You're, you're literally a loser if you care about that. <laughs> Get some bitches if you care about that. Next one, maybe more controversial one that we haven't talked about too much either. Abortion is murder. Wow. Um, A take that Gage believes in.
1: Oh, loaded, (laughs) loaded Loaded statement.
0: Uh, A lot of conservatives, a lot of conservatives will advocate for the government outlawing abortion. And if your uncle's a conservative, this is probably one of his top issues.
1: Simultaneously complaining about the nanny state while wanting the nanny state to overreach. All right, that's what I'm saying.
0: Is like the people that advocate for small government never actually want small government. Oh yeah. They want an oppressive government that works for them. That's it. That's yeah. 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 None of these people care about small government. Like, and as we've said before, whenever we've talked about abortion, it is an issue of, do you want the state to control women? Mm -hmm. And if your answer is yes, you're bad.
1: (laughs) You absolutely do not want the state to control women. I'm sorry, but that is, it doesn't lead to good outcomes. Yeah. There's no way that that can lead to anything good. I'm sorry. The state should not be able
0: to regulate your body in any way.
1: And when they do, it leads to very bad things. Look yeah. at Sweden that we talked about in the last episode. Was it wait, was it Sweden or Norway?
0: Um, oh shit What, what country it was, a, it was a Scandinavian country Or Poland it was No Poland, Poland. That's yes, what it was Yes it was Poland Look
1: at Poland We talked about it in the last episode There yeah. were just mass protests there Because their abortion ban Is so restrictive That a doctor Would not perform A life-saving abortion Yeah They knew that it would Save this woman's life mm-hmm. And they would not do it And so her and the baby died When you restrict abortion People die When you restrict abortion People just get unsafe abortions People yes. are going to do What they want
0: Yes Like now, that's what happens we've, we've known this For all of history uh-huh. If you restrict access To something Something, people are just going to find dangerous ways to get it.
1: That's where the coat hanger meme comes from.
0: Yes. That's where literally like uh, when we when we banned alcohol, people just found dangerous ways to get it. Speakeasies. And it led to worse health outcomes. And it
1: led to one of the most prolific gangsters in history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: Literally. And by the way, the argument that the state should not be involved with regulating women's bodies holds true even if we accept the idea that a fetus is a person. Yeah. Like that argument still stands, which is
1: an inherently philosophical debate.
0: Yeah. Like I don't I don't know where to define personhood. There is no line. There is no
1: hard line to define it. And that's the problem with laws is you need a hard line. Yeah. Because laws have to be very explicit. Yeah. But there's nothing. It's a philosophical debate. Like what is life? Why, Why do we grant personhood to a fetus that is two weeks old? But we don't grant any consideration to more complex organisms like sea life, like fish, like yeah. bugs. We step on them every single or day and don't think of it.
0: We, we don't even grant that consideration to living human beings. Yeah,
1: we don't, do not grant that consideration to minorities.
0: Like conservatives don't care about... Uh, if the fetus is actually a person because they don't care about the kid when it comes out. Yeah. Like the kid can come out and have no access to health care, no access to a stable food source, no access to housing. And they wouldn't care as long as it's out. They
1: could literally have no access to parents and be shuffled through a foster system that doesn't give a shit about them and yep. come out a statistic. Yes. Because that's how the system is designed. Like and Maybe geez. maybe they want it to be that way because that feeds their racism. Yes. They feed that racism. The more kids that they can push into just disparate situations, the more kids will end up committing crime. And the more crime that they can talk about to rile up their white suburban base. Yeah. To get them scared.
0: Yes. That's it. oh, it's all God. about fear. Uh-huh. It's all about them convincing you that somehow you're going to die yeah like that's that's all that's politics. It. it's is. just to,
1: it's just a fear monger and keep yeah. you going and uphold these structures that they benefit and
0: again personhood is like H said it's a philosophical debate i don't know where to define personhood to yeah. me it makes most sense when the baby's out of the body that's the cutoff facts facts or like <laughs> it's quick and dirty <laughs> yeah like i mean and i'm sympathetic to like different personhood arguments because it's a complex situation uh-huh. that we as humans have not figured out but there's a lot of nuances to it and i don't think it needs to p- but that's the thing it doesn't need to play a role in how we define when abortions are okay
1: yeah we quite literally do not know how sentience works. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, no, we, we don't understand. We don't understand consciousness. How
0: about you explain to me how consciousness works? Yeah,
1: please explain to me why I can hear my voice in my head and see pictures in my head. How did I become,
0: how do we become self-aware? I, I'm,
1: I'm asking, like, please, somebody explain that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it.
0: Like, and and here's how you know that this conservative talking points even more dishonest, because if they actually wanted to lower abortion rates, there's things that they could do. Mm-hmm. They could make contraceptives free. Yes, That would make it so there's no more accidental pregnancies Or a lot less
1: Give out free condoms, free birth control You could
0: teach kids more uh, robustly About sexuality in general
1: Move completely away from abstinence only sex ed It just does not work It's bad High schoolers fuck like rabbits
0: Studies have been done to show that the abstinence-based sex education system is a net negative. It's
1: just horrible. And mm-hmm. like, if if your uncle's saying like, "Well, kids shouldn't be taught about that," he's just wrong. Yes, I'm, you're just wrong. Why shouldn't they be taught about that? Oh, they're too young. Yeah, they're too young to be learning about yeah. all these things. No, you're not. You're not because abstinence-only sex education also leads to higher rates of um, child sexual abuse. Yeah, because kids don't know how to identify what is wrong mm-hmm. because they've never been exposed to it. Yeah. You can do these things appropriately. Sex ed is nowhere near inappropriate.
0: Focus the sex education system on consent. Yeah, in safe activity. Yeah, That's what you need to do.
1: Like actual consent. Yes. Like teaching people what that means. Teaching yeah. people about cooperation exactly. too instead of just consent. Like
0: that would drastically lower abortion rates because teenage pregnancies would just go down. People yeah. would understand their own bodies. That is
1: truly the only way to actually protect the kids from child predators Yeah, is if they can identify when they're being preyed upon.
0: Yeah. That, fun- that along with free contraceptives will go a really long way. Mm-hmm. But also funding Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Because... They, we've talked about this a bunch, but like they fund plan they they Planned Parenthood for you. Yeah, like they they figure out more than just abortion, and oftentimes, from what I can understand, abortions like the last option they will recommend. They
1: do a lot more things. Yes, many many more things.
0: And again, studies have been done to show that the better funded Planned Parenthood is in an area, the less abortions there are. Yeah, because they can help you. Yes,
1: because they tell you like, all right, this is how we can do it. This is how we can budget for a kid mm-hmm. so that you don't have to. You aren't forced to pop a kid into horrible circumstances.
0: Yeah. Uh, and the last thing that you could do if you really wanted to lower abortion rates, lift people out of poverty mm-hmm. because the better the, – the more financially safe somebody is, the more financially stable a mother is, the more likely she is to be able to support that child and go to term. Exactly. You can't be expected to give birth to a child if you already cannot – Provide for yourself mm-hmm. And this means That we have to Fund social programs Put more money In people's pockets Raise the wage For average Working
1: class people In this country But we can't do Any of that Because the Republican party Doesn't want to Exactly They do not want To fund foster care They mm-hmm. do not want To fund adoption clinics They say their solution To these things Is just oh Give the baby up For adoption One there are More complicated things That play into that Like postpartum depression Yeah, Giving away something That like you grew Inside of you For right. nine months But also just More explicitly There's a lot of Babies that don't get adopted yeah there's a lot of babies that don't get adopted and like harshly like to put it harshly are a burden on the system mm-hmm. they just it just it's it's bad it's a bad situation and the, everywhere and, around
0: i i mean i don't know the exact stance of the republican party on this but i guarantee they don't want to like improve the foster system in any way Mm-mm. or Mm-mm. the the adoption system i'm sure democrats they
1: don't don't even try to improve well democrats don't really try to improve anything but like <laughs> they pretend they don't, they don't even pretend to try to campaign on improving the yeah. foster system yeah
0: all in all if your uncle brings up abortion, the most important thing is that the Republican Party does not care about abortion. Not at all. They they care about control and they care about galvanizing the base on an issue that they know their voters do care about. Oh, but yes. then they never do anything about it. Republicans have been in power a lot more often than Democrats mm-hmm. have, at least in recent history. Name a time when they've done something about abortion. A large
1: majority of the Republican voter base are one issue voters on gun rights and abortion. Yes. And that's it.
0: I mean, that's like all of like the Bible Belt. Uh huh. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, literally. That's literally like I mean, it's it's all of uh, Middle America, all those Republican states mm-hmm. that you see on electoral maps every single four years, is it, all they care about is abortion and gun rights, because that's the only so media dumb. they have access to. By the way, it's the only that's thing all that they're way. exposed yeah, to. I
1: fucking hate it. Dude. Yeah,
0: it's bad. Um, but I think that sums it up just about on abortion. It's, it's This argument pisses me off more than anything else, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least it's one of the issues that pisses me off the most because they don't actually – it's so dishonest.
1: It's one of the issues that i begin to getting in fights about the most, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I seek out a smoke for the most. Yeah,
0: yeah. Next talking point. The, de- <laughs> the Democrats are the socialist party, and their economic agenda is socialist. Oh, yeah. What would you say to that?
1: What would I say to that? Yeah,
0: yeah. What's your retort?
1: Dog. I <sighs> – where do you even begin the define democrats socialism socialists. define socialism what socialist policies are they passing mm-hmm. like literally what yeah. what is it yeah oh they're trying to take from the rich yeah i want to yeah but i can guarantee you that the democrats do not want to take for the rich let's look at the tax plan let's look at what's going through in budget reconciliation a three percent increase in their taxes mm-hmm. that's it that's mm-hmm. it the crumbs taking away a couple thousand dollars from them a year when they're making 50 million dollars would
0: they call uh all of would they call the tax rates prior to ronald reagan socialist mm-hmm. would that would america have been socialist back then yeah. i thought we were trying to make america great again like i Dude, thought it was great previously
1: literally yeah
0: um but if if your uncle you know says well socialism bad like that's his <laughs> definition for socialism if if you don't know after listening to the pod for 20 episodes now yeah socialism it's an economic system That is based on the means of production, meaning, you know, tools, factories, thing that you use to produce being owned by the workers that are producing rather than a boss or a capitalist. Because Mm -hmm. as it works right now, say you work in an Amazon facility, all of the tools that you use to make things are owned by the capitalist and all the revenue that you make goes to the capitalist and you are in turn paid a wage. Yeah. You sell your time, your labor for a wage. That's what capitalism is, as an economic system. Socialism advocates to turn that on its head and have yeah. workers control everything. That doesn't mean that there's no one in the boss's position. It just means that they don't have more power than anybody else. Yeah. That they don't take all the profit away, that the profit gets shared among everybody.
1: Companies can be run democratically instead yes. of authoritarian.
0: Yes. And there's there's a variety. There's a, there's a vast number of different forms socialism can take that people advocate for and argue about all the time on the left. Yeah. But overall, socialism, it seeks to eliminate class boundaries.
1: It seeks to bring power back to the workers. Yeah.
0: It, it wants to rebalance the power dynamic that exists because right now there's an enormous wealth gap. And ultimately, there is no choice under mm-hmm. capitalism. You are coerced into the workplace. Because you have to choose from one of, I don't know, however many workplaces you have in your area, and they're all going to exploit you all the same.
1: Oh, yeah, literally. There
0: may be differentials in benefits and pay, but ultimately you don't have that much choice. Yeah. And how how can you consent to that social contract when they have all the power
1: on their side? How, how yeah, how can you, in good faith say that there is a labor market? Yep. there is a a free trade, like you are free to sell your labor whenever you want when the only alternative is to just eat shit and die. Yes. How can you say yes. that there is, but I already know, I already know what your uncle's gonna say. They're gonna say nephew, nephew, but Venezuela <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh Venezuela, China, Russia, Venezuela,
1: China, Russia. <laughs> yeah, you know what what about those? What do you have to say about the Soviet Union?
0: And here's what I would say. Okay. Venezuela, or actually, none of those countries have actually been socialist. They've used the word socialism. True. But all of them have still operated fundamentally under a capitalist framework. Mm -hmm. They've attempted to socialize programs. And they've, they've failed at times, and they've been authoritarian at times. Yeah. But just saying, like, well, look at Venezuela. That's the representative of all of socialism. It robs everything of its context, especially when you... Uh, find out that the United States has like 200 sanctions on Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like how it's- are you how are you as a, a Latin America country, a Latin American country supposed to survive? When the largest country on earth has 200 economic sanctions on you that primarily affect regular degular people in the country. Like it cuts off food supplies.
1: This is literally what our goal was. I think in like 2019, we were literally setting up blockades to stop food from getting into the country.
0: Why do you think, why do you think these quote unquote socialist countries struggle so much? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it's because places like the United States have dedicated billions and billions, trillions of dollars to making sure that they can't survive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, uncle, would you say that France is socialist? Right. W- would you would you say that France is socialist? Um. Uh, no. No. Okay. That's crazy, considering that more of France's economy is centrally planned than Venezuela's. Yeah. Right. Isn't that wild? Would you call Would you call Norway a socialist country? Oh no! The they the Scandinavian countries they've came out and said that they're state capitalists. Okay, why can't we do that then? Yeah, because that's socialism. Why can't? (laughs) Yeah, like it's just an endless loop. It's circular reasoning. You cannot get out of it.
0: Yeah, and I mean this—it just goes in line with everything we've said. Socialism fundamentally would reorganize the economy so that everyone's needs are met, and everyone can do jobs that they actually want to do. To each according to their ability, to each according to their need. Exactly. Who wouldn't want a system like that? Exactly. And the argument's always like, "Well, if everyone has their needs provided for." then they're not going to want to work. Oh my First God. of all, that acknowledges that under capitalism, the only reason people have to work is so that they don't die. Mm-hmm. That is admitting that capitalism is inherently coercive. Yeah. And also, I would argue that the only time people can truly achieve is if they have their needs met. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to achieve? How are you supposed to make a difference in society, uh, exert your power over society, make a, a big splash in your community yeah. if you're starving?
1: How are you? How are you supposed to create the next big thing when you don't have the financial ability to actually go out and take a risk? Exactly. Like, like, how are you going to be the next Amazon without the three hundred thousand dollars that Jeff Bezos got from his parents? Yeah, yeah. And the other millionaire backers that he got because he knew them.
0: Yeah, and like, there's there's more theoretical uh, frameworks that we could talk about under socialism, especially when it has to deal with like. Uh, What happens to disparities in race or, like, how could you organize this? What organization would oversee it that doesn't become similar to a state? Like, there's a bunch of things we could talk about. But, I mean, they're largely unimportant because your uncle doesn't know any of that. And also, the most important point is that capitalism, it's coercive. It's built to be exploitative. It's built to make all of the wealth go to the top. Yeah. And, like, he might bring up, like, oh, that's – if he knows his talking points. Yes, yes. He might bring up, oh, that's crony capitalism. That's not what I want. It's the same. Oh, if he's
1: a, if he's a shithead libertarian, he might yeah. say, that's crony capitalism. That's corporatism.
0: That's what capitalism is.
1: Yeah. Uh, capitalism is corporatism. It devolves into corp- corporatism. It has to. It is a system of infinite growth.
0: Yeah. And socialism has, throughout history, been effectively demonized by uh-huh. the United States. Um, because socialism, like we've said, threatens capitalism. That's what it's built to do. Mm-hmm. It's a critique of capitalism. It was born from the frustrations of capitalism, and it threatens profits from corporations. So the United States has to
1: rely on propaganda against it. And any socialist state that has ever tried to emerge has been at the at the behest of Western capital. Yeah, and constantly had to fight, and often does devolve into authoritarianism. With I, which I absolutely condemn. Like I don't fuck yeah. with. Yeah, like but the, still. US,
0: the USSR was awful. Yeah, like horrible human rights abuses like it was it was
1: bad. They did a lot of bad shit, but there was also the great leap forward. Yeah, they industrialized quicker than anyone else. They went from fucking farmers to the moon or right to pre- space. They beat us to space what was it
0: pre World War Two. They were an agrarian society. Yeah. And they beat us to space. Yeah. Like there is there's a lot you can criticize about the USSR. And you all you're off. You will often hear the talking point that like, well, all the socialist countries have killed, like, I don't know, 14 trillion billion, billion <laughs> 14 people. Google people. But look at how many people are suffering under capitalism and tell me that yeah. something isn't fundamentally wrong. And, and also I- also if the United States is so great, why can't we do better than they did? Yeah. Like, no one can answer that. Where's our great leap forward? Why can't the United States take the policies that may have worked or that may have had some semblance of success Mm -hmm. and implement them here and expand upon them if we are so great?
1: Because it hurts capital. It hurts the capital owners that literally run this country. Yeah.
0: And like I said, socialism has been demonized. People are afraid of it. Right. I mean, it's just a boogeyman. Mm -hmm. Like, people talk about the Red Scare and the second Red Scare that happened in like the 50s and then later in like the 80s. But the Red Scare is still happening. Yeah. And it works on it, a lot of people. Just,
1: you can't look at like the history, the, if you're criticizing the USSR's authoritarian, like human rights abuses, you can't do that in the absence of the context yeah. that made them a hyper militarized nation. Yeah. Th- there are contexts there. There's global pressure there.
0: Yeah. That's as, how this shit
1: works. As soon
0: as the USSR was born, they were immediately in a war. Yeah. Like they were they were in war for all of their existence, whether it be the Cold War Or like World War II. Like they were in war for all of their existence until they collapsed.
1: Yeah, there are explanations, not excuses. But there are explanations for these things, certainly.
0: Yeah, there's there's reasons why these societies haven't been able to fully develop as socialist theory
1: would have wanted them to. The extent to which socialism is the reason for all these authoritarian policies is the extent to which Western capital has deemed them um, harmful to their own interests.
0: No socialist country has popped up throughout history and has been left alone yeah. by the global north.
1: We still have a blockade on Cuba for absolutely no reason. Yeah,
0: like Yeah, Cuba's had a blockade for like what 60 years? Uh-huh. Like th- there has been no socialist project that has popped up that has not been immediately oppressed by exactly. the United States.
1: It's so fucking stupid, like, dude.
0: These, I mean, it's so dumb. And like you'll hear your uncle might be like, well, Bernie Sanders is a socialist and wants Medicare for All. And it's like, yeah, Bernie Sanders plan isn't even
1: socialist. Or, oh my God, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Medicare for all. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how your uncle feels about Medicare for All. Yeah. Your uncle's probably thinking, oh, what about wait times?
0: <laughs> what about wait times now, Mike? What guy?
1: about wait times? What about wait times now? Literally, studies have been done that show wait times here in Canada are very comparable. Mm-hmm. Very comparable. And I'm sorry, but you're not waiting for an emergency surgery. No. You know what's happening here when you need an emergency surgery? You go into debt and die. A $5,000 ambulance bill and then like a $100,000 heart surgery that you need that you're just just shit on. You're Mm -hmm. literally just done for. I almost got hit with a $100,000 bill because I needed a genetic test. How do you pay for that? I literally wouldn't have been able to pay for it. I'd have been bankrupt at 20 years old. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck?
0: I think it's, like, something like all other OECD nations have some form of universal coverage.
1: Mm-hmm. Their systems
0: vary. Some of yeah. them still have, like, a private industry attached to the country. But every single one of them has a form of universal coverage.
1: But That's we don't. Stupid. It's stupid. There's, like, there's no fucking market there. Why is it okay that the countries produce drugs here based off 90 percent? 90 percent of all, like, new drug developments are based off of NIH funding. Yeah. Government funding. Yeah. And they get to do something like the chemistry of it all. They will get to do something like add a salt group, Mm -hmm. which would not affect the pharmacology of the drug and create a new patent. And now it's theirs and they can upcharge it however they want. That's what happens with insulin every seven years. Patents on drugs run out every seven years. So every seven years, insulin is reformulated so that chemically there's a different structure. It's basically turned into a fucking isomer of what it once was. Yeah. Like an analog of it that has the same function, but a slightly different structure. There's no functional difference. It's the same insulin. Yeah. But they get to keep renewing their patents so that they can charge people exuberant prices, like literally what, murder
0: people. What is the price for insulin here? Like in Canada, it's like I don't know, uh, what is it? Like twenty times cheaper it's in Canada. Dirt than it is cheap here? over in Canada. it's the same stuff. And over
1: here, I know people who ration their insulin. Mm-hmm. Like I know a type one diabetic that has uh, six shots a day she needs to yeah. stay alive, and she's had to ration her insulin.
0: Like in the UK, they have the uh, they have the NIH, which literally, I mean, they own all of the hospitals; mm-hmm. they're all government run. Every single thing is controlled by their universal health care program. There is no privatized health insurance in the UK. Yeah. And you walk into a clinic, you pay nothing. Mm-hmm. You go to the hospital, you pay nothing. You get the help you need and you leave. That's a net positive for the system.
1: That's crazy. And that drastically, Couldn't imagine that here.
0: That drastically reduces the amount that you have to pay monthly for premiums, deductions, whatever it copays, co-pays whatever it yeah. may be. And like, that's more money ultimately in your pocket. Like Yes, like, you're paying more in taxes. Like, marginally.
1: Yeah, and it's like, that's the rebut. That's the rebut, is taxes. Yeah. Like, okay, who gives a shit if your taxes are increasing? You're paying that money right now. Right. Like, if that bill goes away and your taxes increase, more money is coming into your account if you allow us to raise taxes on the rich, if you allow us to tax corporations poorly, if you allow a tax on unrealized gains in, like, corporate assets, in assets of billionaires Mm -hmm. because they're spending those unrealized gains. Yeah,
0: Like, it... (laughs) It's it's so funny that there that the arguments always the argument against Medicare for all is always uh, taxes. Mm-hmm. When it's like you don't care that your taxes go to the military that just go and kill people every yeah. year.
1: You don't care that um, I think the budget is about to be renewed. Mm-hmm. Like the mili- the defense Soon. budget for uh, three quarters of a trillion dollars. Yeah. Seven hundred and eighteen billion with a big <laughs> one with a B. You know. Yeah. Seventeen. billion billion
0: dollars spend more than the next seven countries combined Mm -hmm. or eight countries combined something like that and
1: let me like let me ask you what is the justification for the defense budget now that we're pulled out of afghanistan couldn't tell you literally you could not tell me because there isn't one Mm -hmm. there's no reason that it has to be that much
0: yeah but instead of that instead of like a medicare for all system instead of having health care i'd rather the military be ridiculously strong
1: i'd rather them continue to develop the f-35 which for each plane will cost two trillion dollars over yeah. its lifetime to maintain which is a massively over budget project
0: i'd rather us pay what is it like four times more into our military than china even though china has a seventh of the world's population yeah in their country alone love it makes so much even more though
1: sense. they have a million man army
0: yeah we still
1: oh my god yeah and we just oh, i fucking hate it i fucking it's ridiculous i can't get healthcare because of this
0: yeah and by the way like <laughs> there is there is like no actual socialist politician that's elected like bernie's oh, yeah. a democratic socialist yeah but even he is like constricted by or uh, constricted in his ability to actually do stuff mm-hmm. like he, he's he one individual senator right exactly like Joe Biden's not a socialist. He said he said he's a capitalist before in speeches. He said I, I am a capitalist.
1: Capitalists. Yes.
0: All of them are. Like you it's dumb.
1: I'm sure any of you that listen to this podcast can handle the handle the way to retort the yeah. Joe Biden is a socialist. Like, come
0: yeah. on. Yeah. So if your uncle brings up uh socialism, you know what to say. Exactly. You know you know how to get him. Our last one for debunking conservatives is uh Donald Trump, greatest president ever. Oh yeah. Yeah. So if I told you Donald Trump's the greatest president ever, you'd agree, right?
1: I'd definitely agree. Immediately I would agree. have to. All right, moving to. on.
0: <laughs> um yeah, I mean, you can't point to anything Donald Trump accomplished and be like that is categorically a good thing, mm-hmm. except maybe the Afghanistan withdrawal that Biden executed.
1: <laughs> and it still wasn't even like a like a good good thing, you know. It was yeah. just kind of like something you needed to do.
0: Yeah, something that should have been done a long time ago. Nothing
1: this dude did was virtuous. <laughs> no.
0: Like the only thing that he accomplished that like the Republican party can actually praise him for other than, you know, like ginning up the base and getting mm-hmm. everyone to be more racist um, is tax cuts and appointing like a massive amount of judges. Speaking of the in Trump, tax cuts, an offensive
1: amount of judges, literally the most in history ever, ever Really, for one president. I'm pretty wow. sure he appointed more people to the judiciary. Oh, yes, that is true. Crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. But like Trump tax cuts. I'm sure that will be a topic. The Trump tax cuts for the middle class were set to sunset, I believe, in 2023. Yeah. But you know whose tax cuts weren't going away? corporations corporations and the wealthy how did i know all of their tax cuts were going to stay while your taxes were going to raise by design Mm -hmm. like uh, coincidentally as soon as trump left office Mm -hmm. they're supposed to go away yeah assuming he got a second term
0: Uh uh-huh what's the deal that's crazy isn't it what's the deal with that that's crazy right yeah no like the tax cuts are the only thing that they can actually say that we accomplished and even then, it's categorically bad and even then
1: it wasn't an accomplishment because it just decreased funding and created more austerity yeah trump did
0: nothing good like he he made our immigration system that was already bad even worse mm-hmm. um and he, i'm honestly he was just playing off obama in that context yeah,
1: fumbled the covid recovery yeah
0: completely fumbled the covid recovery in every possible way <laughs> yeah talk about a k-shaped recovery <laughs> yeah exactly um he, absolutely nothing he did nothing at all to provide relief for people in poverty mm-hmm. at all and he in fact he opposed it oh yeah um vehemently racist Oh, one thousand 1,000 all the time. Like, literally
1: like, misogynistic, literally rapey.
0: Yeah, literally ra- said uh, countries in Africa were shithole countries. He said that he, <laughs> yeah. he wanted more immigrants from like the Scandinavian countries. I wonder why. I wonder why. why. Said he didn't trust black people to, to handle his money.
1: <laughs> he instituted a Muslim ban. Bro had like 20 cases. Mm-hmm. Like 20 cases against him yeah. when he was like running for president.
0: Yeah, but Joe Biden's a pedophile.
1: Yeah, no, but they, oh my I God. I mean, probably. <laughs> you know oh, shit, but like shit. that doesn't
0: exclude Trump from being one. Yeah. Like oh, Jesus Christ. Like there's no Trump accomplishment that you can find me that you could actually argue is a good thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, or that nothing. wasn't him like taking credit for something that happened under him.
0: Right. Yeah. Like the uh, I, oh, by the way, tried to steal an election. <laughs> <Like> that's <laughs> yeah, one, that's yeah. one of the big ones. But like, yeah, he just he took credit for what was already hap- happening with the economic recovery under Obama. Mm-hmm. Unemployment was already going down. Inflation was already going down. He rode those trends. You can look at the graphs Yeah, during Obama's presidency it was already going down. Trump came into the presidency, continued to go down like, OK. He should get rewarded for not fucking it up until COVID came along. Thanks. And like, we ain't even talk
1: about mail-in ballots. Yeah. We, 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 we ain't even talk about how every voter recount has either found that, oh shit, we undercounted Joe Biden's votes yeah. or the same results. Uh-huh. Or they found that Republicans have committed voter fraud. Yes. They found that individual Republicans were the ones that did all that. Isn't that crazy? They're just wasting taxpayer dollars. And
0: that's the thing with these uh, uh, voter fraud conspiracy theories is that- Every time evidence is found that they are wrong, they use it to reinforce their narrative that something's being hidden. Uh huh. Like it's just it. It's not falsifiable. Yeah. So you can't use it as like an actual theory or something that's actually happening because when proven wrong in the face of uh, contradictory evidence, you use that as more evidence that you are correct. Yeah. Like in what world is that normal?
1: You just get sent further down the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. and this is how things like Q happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, gotta love Donald Trump for starting QAnon.
1: Oh my god! dude. But he doesn't know what it is. He's he's not aware. Yeah, the president. Sorry, of the United States. I can't just believe yeah. you. The president of the United States is not aware of his literal like fan cult.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dog. If I'm aware of it, the president of the United States is aware of he's it. He's been
1: briefed on it multiple times. Like, it, it, there's no way that doesn't happen. Yeah. He has to. It is a national security threat. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. No, he definitely knew about it. Um, anyway, moving on, I think I wanted to take a little bit of time to debunk some liberal talking points. Okay. Um not in the context of like not with conservative retorts, of course. <laughs> truly. But in case you have any liberal family members that are being especially egregious this holiday season, or season, overpraising Joe Biden, uh Ew. you know, overpraising just moderate democrats in general, or like how the how the country's being run right now. I
1: love that Joe Manchin is taking a stand.
0: Or even if better yet. If you see that there's like a mini battle happening between like your liberal uncle and your conservative aunt. You can jump in and beat them both.
1: Oh, yes. Like just destroy them in the market. You can you can that literally idea. you
0: can literally hit them with a third party <laughs> and just beat them both. So the first one, um, one that we've talked about before, the quote is progressives are the reason that moderates keep losing elections.
1: Favorite quote
0: out of the 2020 election cycle. True, true. <laughs> um, we've talked about this before, but quite literally that's false. Oh, yeah. Categorically false. Um, moderates keep losing because people don't like them.
1: Yeah. People absolutely despise liberal hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. And because there's no presentable alternative within the mainstream media, liberals themselves push more people to conservatism. Yeah. Funny how that works.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, because liberals are insanely hypocritical.
1: And they fucking suck. They're not fun people to be around either. People don't like it when you appear elitist. Exactly. That makes them feel bad. People don't like it when you constantly condescend them. Yeah.
0: It's ridiculous. Like, the reason that these moderates keep losing is because, like we've said before, those those moderates in the Democratic Party can't embrace a, a populist platform. They can't embrace popular policies mm-hmm. because, again, like we've said, doing so emboldens people like
1: Bernie Sanders. It gets, gets rid of their corporate donors. And they
0: can't affirm Bernie Sanders and they can't get rid of their corporate donors or else the Democratic Party, yeah. as it exists right now, falls apart.
1: Like, I don't know a single person who likes Joe Manchin. Yeah, I don't know a single person who just likes any moderate Democrat platform. The mm. only thing that people like about the Democrats is anything that might be progressive, which they don't deliver on, which then gives them disdain towards the Democratic Party and the yeah. political system as a whole. And so they just don't vote. Yeah. They just yeah. dissociate and just don't vote. And
0: I understand why people feel so disillusioned with the yeah. system, And they don't want to vote for damage control because like what, what have Democrats done to earn their vote? What has
1: Joe Biden done to justify my vote?
0: Yeah. Like of course we're gonna vote for Joe Biden. All he has done, if, running, is, if he's running against Trump, all like, he has
1: done is not be Trump, and yeah. he hasn't even done a good job at not being Trump.
0: Sometimes he's still doing what Trump did—the
1: same things, the exact yep. same things.
0: Yeah, uh, I wanted to bring up some quotes from the 2020 election that we actually haven't talked about before. Oh wow, Some new first content. one from Abigail Spanberger. Okay, after the 2020 election, she said, "We need to not ever use the word socialist or socialism ever again. We lost a lot of good members because of that." If we are classifying Tuesday as a success, we're going to get effing torn apart in 2022.
1: Crazy how you're already getting torn apart in 2021. (laughs) It's so funny that she just,
0: uh, it's so annoying that she just blames it on socialism. Mm -hmm. As if people that lost in 2022, or, or people that lost in 2020, or even Terry McAuliffe when he lost in 2021, lost because they're socialist.
1: As if, yeah, no, that's one thing. And as if any of those people had an ounce of charisma.
0: Yeah. It's non-existent. it's non-existent. It's non-existent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and after that, this quote was like right after the elections, but after okay. that, uh, Rishi leave from Michigan basically said like, it sounds like you don't care about black people. <laughs> Thanks.
1: That,
0: <yeah>, no, literally. <laughs> That's so funny. What a good retort. That's great. <laughs> um, like in, if, if Spanberger's point was to an encouragement to like, draw individual contrast between yourself and the the left wing of the party if like you don't believe in defund the police you don't believe yeah. in medicare for all if that's her point then fine sure like, you can campaign on that you can campaign on issues that you think will help you win in your area because you know it matters a lot where you're mm-hmm. located in the country but her argument is just that like we can't advocate for these policies because it's scary to people
1: yeah it's like you like, need to okay. appeal. you need to excite people yeah. you're not going to win over the conservatives you can't. Doug, I'm sorry, but like polarizing content kind of works. Mm-hmm. That's kind of been a marketing strategy recently. It's been,
0: and a lot of the time it's not even polarizing. People oh, that yeah. aren't in tune with politics, that aren't like diehard either way, think a $15 minimum wage is a good thing.
1: In Florida, people think a $15 minimum wage is a good thing. Mm-hmm. In Florida,
0: they like the idea of universal coverage for healthcare. Crazy. In yeah. Massachusetts. Yes, in Massachusetts when <laughs> Mitt Romney was governor in 2006, they implemented a universal healthcare system. Romney care. Romney care.
1: Mitt Romney. Yeah. 2012 presidential <laughs>
0: candidate. 98%. 98% of all Massachusetts residents were covered.
1: Mormon Romney. Mhm. Universal healthcare. Yeah. Wild, wild. Yes. And it was free for like, what did you say? It's like if you made 100 to 300, 150, 300 percent above like the poverty line, you just yes. got healthcare for yes. free. You just
0: got it. It was yours. Yeah. The cutoff was 300 percent. If you made up to 300 percent of the poverty line, you got free healthcare. which is
1: I'd or imagine, subsidized. Exactly. I'd imagine it's something like federal poverty line is like, I want to say 12,000 for like a family of like two.
0: i'm not sure what it is but i know that the way they calculate it is abysmal i think that lands the way that the the formula they use to calculate it is uh, i think it's something like it's based on food it's based on food but it's an it's a formula that was made in 1965 Mm -hmm. that we still use it's i think three times the amount that food cost in 1965
1: which in 1965 per month or something or per year was what the expensive like thing was yeah And now
0: housing is
1: the crazy expensive thing and food is relatively cheaper.
0: There's other measures out there for poverty that like uh, weigh all of the different needs that people have, and then like subtract the tax yeah. ref- or uh, the like tax relief that you get mm-hmm. if you're a working class person.
1: But of course, we don't use that. Yeah, we in will our never use those because it, then it makes us you know look like if, how we are. If
0: we use those, it would literally say that like half the nation is poor. Yeah. Oh <laughs> like, my god. We, we yeah. Can't. It would
1: literally say half the nation is poor, and it would go back the world's bank, go back on the world bank's whole mission to say that global capitalism has uplifted people from poverty. Yep. When mind you that the global poverty line is like what is it less than a dollar twenty eight a day? Yeah.
0: So <laughs> what what are you going to buy with a dollar twenty eight a day? That's crazy. Not buying That's anything. That's
1: actually um, crazy.
0: Another quote here it came right after the twenty twenty elections about progressives in general was uh, Kurt Schrader. He's a Democrat okay. from Oregon. He said, "This is insane." He said, "Democrats' messaging is terrible. It doesn't resonate." Okay, I agree so far. Yeah, I
1: definitely agree.
0: He said, "When voters see that the far left gets all the news media attention, they get scared. They're very afraid." that this will become a super nanny state and their ability to do things on their own is going to be taken away.
1: Doug, what what media attention? I'm sorry, I, like, what media attention? Is it CNN having AOC on to, like, just, like, talk to her a r- little bit? No,
0: like, the media attention the far left gets is being demonized yeah, by CNN. Yeah, it's
1: slamming them. Yes. It's absolutely slamming people like um, India Walton. Yeah. Who just ran, ran for Mayor Murphy. It's slamming Bernie Sanders in the 2020 uh, primaries. It's it's being starkly on the side of the Democratic it's, Party. It's literally rigging the DNC against <laughs> Bernie Sanders yeah. in the 2020 election.
0: <laughs> it's And the thing about, like... It's gonna turn us into a super nanny state. It's illiber- that's just a libertarian talking point.
1: Oh yeah, no, and they suck. So I straight up just
0: a Republican. <laughs> like that's things that Republicans says. How can you advocate for any policy after saying that? Yeah, you can. not Oh yeah, saying that it's a big why the the uh, entire idea of a nanny state, like the U.S. becoming a nanny state with more welfare programs, is fucking dumb anyway. Mm-hmm. But how are you that's gonna not say how that? that shit works. How are you gonna say that as a Democrat?
1: I don't want a nanny state. I want a mommy state. Facts. Hell yeah. Give me the mommy state. Oh yeah, but let me let me walk back on something I just said. Okay. You know, I realized that I was wrong. I didn't get the facts right. The global poverty line isn't $1.28 a day. It's $1.90 a day. Oh, I know, I
0: know. That makes the world a difference, Gaze. Big
1: mistake.
0: You could you could buy something off the dollar menu at McDonald's and have some room. Yeah. And you then could. be blamed for being obese. <laughs>
1: facts, facts. You could have like a couple cents left over exactly. after you bought like a burger off the dollar menu. But like, I just want to point out that this is literally the World Bank mm-hmm. like talking about poverty. No one in America is impoverished by that metric. No. Not a single person, not a yeah. single soul.
0: Yeah, you're telling me that there's nobody that's food insecure, doesn't have access to health care, can't yeah, get a good you're education. You're telling me we don't have homeless people?
1: You're telling me that exactly. the homeless people who make like a dollar, like two dollars in donations, that makes them above poverty? Yeah, they're that's not what in that poverty. Is? That's fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry, but like, what about cost of living in different areas? Yeah. Like, the dollar ninety institutions
0: like the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund, the IMF. Uh, they're literally set up to convince people that nothing is wrong so that we do nothing to change how, uh, how the economy or or even the global economy is currently constructed.
1: And they literally just rig the stats like, like this, like, as you can see a dollar 90 a day, all you got to do is make more than $700 a year Yeah, and you're not in poverty. Yeah.
0: Suck my dick. Uh, last talking point you may hear from your, uh, your liberal family members that you may want to retort Obama, greatest president of all time. (laughs) Kind of mirrors the one that we talked about Trump being the greatest president. Both Obama statements are wrong, by the way. Deporter
1: in chief. Yeah. Greatest president of all time. I,
0: I really wish he was the
1: greatest president. Yeah. I do. Keep in mind, I don't really have an opinion on who the greatest president is. I think they all fucking suck. Yeah. But it's not Obama.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Obama orchestrated like massive amount of drone strikes. Oh yeah. Bad on foreign policy. Oh
1: yeah. Killed a lot of innocent people.
0: The ACA kind of sucked. Dog shit. Wasn't entirely his fault. Yeah. Kind of just how the Democratic and Republican parties are. Kind of
1: just how the cookie crumbled. But Romney care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, dog. If Mitt Romney can do Romney care in Massachusetts, you could have done something. Like, it, it could have happened. Yeah. I know Mitch McConnell wasn't playing ball, but, like...
0: And I think, uh... I think uh, a lot of people were pushed away from the Democratic Party, especially in, like, 2008, 2009, when he bailed out the banks but not people. Mm-hmm. Obama, he made an effort to bail out the banks, which is something that was, I guess, necessary for the economy, even though they literally caused the
1: problem. I mean, like, to be fair, you literally have to bail out the banks or the global economy collapses. But there were no caveats to that. Yeah. It was just a free bailout, just like the GM. Didn't he also bail out GM?
0: I can't remember. Was it?
1: I think that was also under Obama was the GM bailout. Some maybe. Which is also fucking stupid because, you know, no bailouts for the workers that got furloughed and laid off. Yeah fuck is up with that yeah all that happened in 2008 is i think you got thousand dollar stimmies
0: yeah is that true did they act did people get stimulus yeah there's yeah, okay.
1: there's a stimulus under like obama for the for yeah the but like i
0: mean look at look at the stimulus checks we got in COVID. we got a lot more than a thousand we got more th- under, under trump under, under trump
1: trump gave us more money than obama did but
0: where did those stimulus checks go immediately to food transportation rent exactly
1: and it's like considering the housing crisis the Mm -hmm. housing crisis where more people lost their lost their homes yeah what is a thousand dollars going to do
0: yeah where's the bailout for regular people yeah
1: this is why neoliberalism
0: pushes people away from the democratic party oh yeah they fully embrace the conditions that are making people suffer and then people feel isolated and then their fears are preyed upon by the Republican Party, and then suddenly they're conservatives <laughs> advocating for policies that won't actually help them,
1: yeah. but that make them feel a little bit safer at night. But, but they think it does, because conservatives at least offer them a safe space to be racist. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The conservatives don't make them think about maybe, like, how their actions can affect other people, how these uh-huh. policies affect other people. Yeah. And they offer a safe space, people are so they hate safe spaces.
0: People are so robbed of power in society, because yeah. they, they have no power to actually influence their community. The conditions that they're exposed to, anything like that, that they will latch on to any amount of power they feel that they can get. Especially when it comes to like the Republican Party making them feel like, as a white person, my the power, the little bit of power that I do have is being threatened by immigrants coming into the mm-hmm. country. Like that's all it is. And Obama wasn't the worst president. Like, yeah, he, no. he was better than Donald Trump. Better than Donald Trump. Better than Bush. Yeah.
1: But still a not war high criminal. Bars. Still a war criminal. Definitely not high bars. I mean, he
0: did a few good things. Like there was the uh the Iranian nuclear deal, the JCPOA. That was all cool. right. Cool. But
1: like all in all, <laughs> dude kinda sucked.
0: Yeah. I mean, I get it, like, you know, he exists under a capitalist system. Dude, most that's American how it's
1: go. presidents are mid, but he was yeah. like he was just a Democrat. Yeah. And that's kind of just how you sum him up. Like, and uh,
0: I really hope. That he is not the peak of the Democratic Party, you know. Like he, on, oh, during the 2020 elections, he was worshipped by in the primary as a god.
1: It was his endorsement that got slingshot slingshotted Joe Biden to the top.
0: Yeah, he crazy was crazy. He was that hailed works. as literally god king of the Democratic Party. Yeah, it, like everyone was trying to fill his shoes. He can't be the peak, or like people are just going to keep voting. i Sign begging, bro. He
1: can't be the peak.
0: <laughs> like it was, it was important for a black man to finally have achieved the highest office in America. Yeah.
1: But he didn't really do anything to help people. He didn't do anything to help black people. Yeah. Like that's the point of diversifying positions of power is that it will it will give us a better way to advocate for those marginalized in society.
0: Yeah. Better representation.
1: Exactly. But under a capitalist framework, you have people like Obama becoming the president. And then you have companies like Raytheon having yeah. like their executive board full of women mm-hmm. doing nothing to help women, doing nothing to help minorities. Yeah.
0: Crazy. They just become another appendage of the system that oppresses them. They just
1: actively oppress people that are a part of like the same like I don't want to say class, but like you know what I mean, like classes them.
0: Yeah, I mean capitalism is the vehicle through which all forms of oppression take place. Oh yeah. Like and that's how it happens. Mm -hmm. And if you are if you are higher up in the rankings and capitalism is treating you well, you have no reason to change that. Yeah, You 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 have no reason to. There's no incentive to do that. The profit motive doesn't incentivize you to actually help other people. Oh, no. Not at all. It so,
1: actively disincentivizes you to help and other people. Obama ultimately couldn't challenge that. Obama and ultimately. Neither would Joe Biden, by the way. Incredibly mid. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Biden worse because at least Obama could talk.
0: Crazy that we have to say that an actual war criminal is mid.
1: <laughs> like that's mid for us. Yeah. Like yeah. That's,
0: that's what our political – that's how bad our political spectrum is. Is that Obama was mid? Like Jesus Christ, oh bro! Dog. Come on, bro. we could do better. Okay. We have to do better, and that's why you're listening to Head in the Office. That's right. Because that's, we're we imagine a better society, one where um, maybe I get a little bit of health care.
1: maybe maybe I could like not have to go into massive debt whenever I have to go to the hospital or school or school. Yeah, to try to better myself because it's literally the only way that I can, you know, actively climb the class ladder. True, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It doesn't feel like it right now. There's actually no guarantee. I'm getting beat down right at the, now. At this
0: point, there's no guarantee that that's even going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, but that's why you're listening to head in the office. Yeah, exactly. that's
1: why you're listening to us so you can you can take these talking points. You can maybe learn a thing or two, maybe. Maybe. Radicalize your friends. Yeah. Feel free to fact check us. Fight your family. Fight them. Radicalize them too.
0: And then after after you fight them and successfully win, cuz you will. I exactly. have I have faith in you. Yeah, you can After you it, win, be like, "You know, you should really listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, put your you uncle just, on the pod. Just plug us real quick. Uh, put your dad on the pod. Put your put your aunt on the pod. But anybody pod, that you're arguing with on your mom the pod. mom's. When you get together with your family during this holiday season to celebrate, be like, hey, guys, I listen to this really cool podcast.
1: Yeah, you know what? I, I just love heading the office when you get family friends. When you get together with your giving friends, Thanks. you know, you know how it be.
0: Yeah. Just celebrate. We could celebrate the holidays with you. Exactly, you invite this. us into your home. Do us a solid. <laughs> invite <laughs> us into your home. Play us during Thanksgiving. Be like, listen to these really cool guys. Yeah. And we appreciate you. Uh, but before we go, got to give our special shout outs. Speaking of specific people we appreciate. Exactly. We got to give a shout out to Cricket Scrapbook Layouts, Nikki Nine Lives, Kaden Kraut, Terrence Nicholson, Chris the Postman, Christy Beck, and my mom. Thank you for supporting That's the right. show on Patreon.
1: Couldn't have done this new stew stuff without you. And we literally. still got more to do. We still oh, yeah. got more
0: to do. And uh, for our patrons, we're going to drop the studio tour as soon as we can. Exactly.
1: Um, Maybe uh, we're shooting for like next week. Yeah. Like the week after Thanksgiving is probably yeah. when it will drop. Yeah. And next Sunday. The Sunday after that, I guess this Sunday, because you'll be listening on Wednesday. You know, we record uh-huh, on Sundays. Uh-huh. This Sunday, hopefully, we'll have it all ready yeah. and it all finished.
0: And, and we'll give you guys a big reveal. So if exactly. you want to see that, you can check out the Patreon. You know, you know, you know I'll be. And you'll you'll you know you'll get videos of the progress, and we'll it'll we'll put it all together nice for you. Exactly. We'll make it talk nice to for me. You. Nice. We'll make it nice for you. Uh, thanks for listening to the show, everybody. On that note, have a great one. Good luck. Have during a good the holiday Thanksgiving. Season. Yeah. Good luck during the holiday season if you and, celebrate. Uh, we'll talk to y'all later.